Five syllables. Five. It's five syllables. We all <laughs> just counted on our yeah, fingers. On all fingers. I'm on finger <laughs> counting on my beer can. I've been drinking for hours. All, all three of us just looked off into space and counted with our hey, fingers. Frankly, the fact that I was able to guess that correctly is astounding to me. So. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Town Podcast brought to you by us over at adzhorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Is that a frown smile? A frile? <laughs> so next, Jake, is someone else who's a dancing flame, a lightning strike, a crippling wave. It's Mark. I do not remember that from this movie. I don't either. Is that something that they say? In oh, the... my God, I watched the wrong film. <laughs> the, the guy on, it's when, like, she's watching the videotape of the, uh, uh, like, yeah. confession quote-unquote the interrogation the interrogations the guy says like i'm coming for you i'm a i'm a whatever i just said i'm a dancing flame a lightning strike i'm a crippling wave i'm your reckoning oh okay yeah That's at least me. i wrote down that he said it i'm Maybe a lot not. of people's reckoning so you know <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with our cracker jack operation we watch and review one horror movie a week and then we get drunk and argue about it and this week we watched a mark pick we watched 2014's last shift not 2021's The Last Shift, or whatever nonsense you said before, Mark. What was La- it? Last Watch. Yeah, The dude. Last Watch. I was like, wait, is, is it a war movie? I, I feel like it's a... Uh, what What was the war movie called? Was that something to watch? The one it with It feels Andy like Circus? I was The Last Watch. I don't watch. fucking remember. Uh, so Dark Watch was, I think, also what I was getting this confused with. Dark Watch. Which was a PlayStation 2 game about vampires. <laughs> what? Um, Never heard of this. I don't know what Last Watch is. Also, an equally good name for this movie because she's—it's like a police cop movie. So they are on the watch. You know, I think that has specific religious connotations, though. Are you just thinking uh, about the Watchers on the Wall in Game of Thrones? I absolutely am not. I, I like a. It feels like something vaguely related to sitting Shiva or something like that. I don't know, Mark. I'm not a godsman. (laughs) Clearly. As, as will become painfully apparent, or already is. <laughs> That's too bad, because we're about to get deep into some religious texts that talk about payment. Well, ah. if the if the uh, the uh, the Book of Abremelin is a religious text, <laughs> then I might be more religious than I think I am. <laughs> uh, and hey, we do have a... Pa- oh, wait, fair warning. Uh, when we talk about the last... When we talk about last shift, not the last shift, we are going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it, so fair ye be warned. Um, and hey, we have a Patreon going, but where we're not where your money should be going right now. So as it continues to do all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America, you can head over to patreon.com slash ATOC horror, support the show at your level of choosing, get something cool for your troubles, and know your money's going better somewhere better than our dumb asses. But if you can't do that right now or just don't want to, that's cool. We appreciate you being here and hanging out with us. But try to do something you can for someone who needs it. Uh, we've always plugged Black Lives Matters.carrd.co as a good uh, list of resources you can help fight systemic racial injustice and during this time also please consider supporting uh like a trans charity in texas there's a bunch of good ones out youth is uh, one particularly good one that i've donated to uh in central texas helping lgbtqia plus youth in the central texas region um but if you need a little escapism hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit and boys you know what that means it's time to do the getting drunk part so let's go let's do beers for fears hey jake hi jack what are your beers for these fears? I feel like I'm on a run of going first, which I don't hate. Uh, I have a heretic beer this week. 
Pre- for the record, Prevenge came out today, and he specifically threw it to himself. Oh. So well. your run could be at most, this is the But in my week. mind, I'm always first. Well, yeah, that's good. That's like mental health, Both of right? you. You know? Both of you always think you get to short end of the stick on who goes first with HRR. I'm <laughs> specifically saying I'm getting the long end of the stick. The longest <laughs> straw. Everyone's the hero in their own story. I have a heretic beer. Uh, this is a big old triple IPA. It's 11.5%, so whoops. I've already been drinking today. This is another disaster waiting to happen. Uh, this is called the <laughs> Evil Three. Uh, don't need to say much. This is kind of a Manson-esque family. I think they call them wannabe Mansons in the film. There are three of them from the original clan. Uh, I'm drinking it. It's going to get I me fucked up. don't remember the reference to there being three of them. but There were I the mean... dude and the two women that were the original... I think Those there were all the flashbacks. There were two. And then all there were of the like flashbacks six women. are him and two women. Okay. I mean, either way, yeah. there's three of something. It's either him and two women or him and three women. Either way, there's three sure. of something. Three, there's, you can categorize something by threes. And either way, you did better than me. I had a, more trouble than I was expecting beering this movie. So I went old school. I went classic. I got classic. myself a rogue dead guy ale. Uh, this is a movie. I, the turning point that was so impactful for me on the first viewing was when you realize the other officer is a dead guy. Uh, this is a movie about a whole bunch of dead guys um, that uh, haunt this police station. And yet uh, you're but, only drinking one dead guy. Mm. Yeah, I only bought this tall, this tall, lanky bastard here, this uh, big 22-ounce can. I've also got a whole bunch of uh, Lagunitas IPAs, but those I'm not going to shoehorn in. So, dead guy ale. Mark, how about you? Yeah, <laughs> Jake's uh, got a Rubens bruise. Yeah, we had a very long <laughs> off-air conversation about the the style of cursive R that is Rubens beer. Yeah, I maintain that it's closer. They're to brand a new to the Boise G market, so it's a whole thing for us. We're um, a very small town. I am drinking a Vortex by Fort George. Uh, now I can hear you asking me in a few seconds, Mark. Isn't that just like one of your favorite beers? And are you just drinking this because you wanted to is drink it? it? And no, I am offended by the fact that you would ask that. Oh, question. so you don't like the beer? This is because uh, the police station is itself a vortex for evil there's so much evil in this police station the walls were painted with evil you they seem say of, that you seem offended Magdal- magnolia or whatever the hell her name is says that Mag- what the hell is her name you I almost said magdalena and i appreciate that for very specific <laughs> reasons uh so yeah i'm drinking a vortex because okay. of how vortex like this place that is. would imply that she's evil it's sucking her in as as an evil thing I don't you know can get evil. caught in a vortex and not be of the vortex well, that's true, literally, but you're doing a whole metaphor thing, and I don't know it to be true metaphorically. No, it's like the family in, in Poltergeist. They're not evil, but they live in a vortex of souls. But they are souls. They have souls. Your well, argument we don't is need, we need to sort this out right now. Yeah, and I, I'm not able to... I, yeah, this is over my head. This is way above my pay grade. Well, arguing semantics and drinking beers, and the only thing we've done over the course of the last week, we might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world, so why don't we talk about it, starting, of course, with talking about paying up on lost beers for Fears Bets, so let's cue that sound effect. Mmm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you duckass! I have one to talk about here, boys. Uh, I lost Only one? for Thelma. Also, well, I'm, <laughs> he's going to catch I, up. No, okay? look, look. He's you guys were also up. wrong. I am not like I did scroll all the way through the document. I, I am. I have four or five left to do, and none okay. of them go that far up. 
Oh, I'm fuck, we gone. haven't updated that document in six years. <laughs> that might be the case, but yeah. that's not on me. Uh, um, either way, I lost for Thelma. Mark, I'm given to understand you also had to watch this too. I don't remember you talking about it, though. Lake Probably because it was like a year ago. Oh, yeah, he Lake definitely did, yeah. Yeah, I talked about this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you have five. You have five before we get caught up to the recent ones, and you've lost basically four of the last five, so you have like nine to talk about. Yeah, yeah but he's well, not aware of those, though. I don't know what those, those are. Those are yet. in the document. That they're, no, I only, there are only five I have to do, unless do you put them TBD? in there since I checked yesterday. No, these have been in... Okay, we're gonna, I mean, you talk about Lake of Death or whatever, and I'm going to count this official, <laughs> official. <laughs> Look, this is a pretty good movie. I really enjoyed it. Ooh. This is available on Shudder. It is a Scandinavian movie. I don't remember particularly what country, uh, it from which country it hails, but this is a movie about a bunch of teens that go to a cabin in the woods by a lake of death, and horror ensues. I don't want to spoil it too much beyond that. It is... Pretty good. The pacing is this movie's biggest failing. Um, it does has some creepy scares and some good scenes uh, and a good atmosphere. But overall, it's just like not the the end of the movie isn't tied to the beginning of the movie in a pleasing way that like makes it a good movie to sit all the way through. Pleasing. I liked it though. It's pretty good. Um, it has a lot of really cool references to other horror movies. Like it it knows on which shoulders it's standing and it references. All of them, Evil Dead, and you know, ton, just just tons and tons of, not particularly un, like not, they're not the most subtle, but they're also not. It's not screaming at you. It's not like winking at the camera and doing like, hey, see what we're doing here. So a lot of them could fly by your head, which I think is neat. So I like that. Anyway, okay, I have an update. A, I have a count. Yes, sir. You okay. owe seven and a half movies. Half. Well, the no, half, we, you tell. guys already you forgave me on Neon Demon. You, yeah, and then you said you would go back and watch it. Fine, you owe seven. I movies. lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine, I'm not you owe that. seven movies, and those movies are Come to Daddy, House is October Built Two, Good Movie, Mandy, Let and then the I'm re- still gearing up for that one. And then the recent ones are Shark Night, Wrinkles the Clown, Under the Silver Lake, which is not a horror movie, uh, and Always Watching a Marble Hornet Story. I'm excited to watch that one. I'm excited to watch a bunch of these. Cool. It, yeah, that I mean, led me to believe I don't I know anything. Like I thought, I, Under the Silver more. Lake dubbed itself as a horror movie. Under the Silver Lake, well, it's dubbed as like a mystery thriller. It's just about a nah. guy who's chasing a girl who he falls in love with who disappears. It's a great movie. I think it's an A24 Mark, movie. Mark, that's some Academy shit. Uh, but not a horror movie. Well, neither I liked it a lot, though, week. so you're in for a fun ride. I'll weigh in and let you know. Horror-ish? Either way, do either of you have any lost beers for fears to talk about? I sure do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, horror-ish? Buddy. Was it horror-ish? Well, Jack's going to weigh in. You know, in six to eight months. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm catching up. I am catching up. Who's the fuck going up. first? And podcasts first. are coming out on time. First. Okay, yeah, I should go first because mine is is dated at this point. I did watch it near Valentine's Day. Mm. I watched my bloody Valentine. Uh, notably, Mark had watched the original, and I watched the 2009 version. Uh-huh. I think it was. I don't remember taking the note on exactly what year it was. Yeah, I think I'm that was the sure year. 2009. 2009. This one notably came out in 3D. I could not find my 3D glasses. Okay, I couldn't find the glasses. <laughs> I didn't watch it in 3D. You could tell exactly where mm-hmm. the 3D. I mean, he literally like he's chucking an axe and like it lands in the you know front window of a car, stuff like that. Right. This is basically my takeaway from this movie is that this is while a remake of a movie that I haven't seen and Mark waited on. This is a vehicle for very of the time 3D effects that didn't have any impact on me because I was watching it in 2D and for. Honestly, fairly gruesome kills. It's it's a it's it's a one way ticket to kill to kill to kill to kill with a decent amount of 3D sprinkled in that I think for 2009 was 
height of the times. This movie made a ton of money too. It did. It made nice. like tw- I think it made like twenty two mil in theater. Oh like my made. God. That's because um, to go see a 3D movie, you had to pay like, like $45 for a ticket. But honestly, my biggest takeaway of this is, and I think it's because of its proximity to when we watched Hatchet, these movies from like the mid to late aughts have aged so poorly, man. Like the, the unmitigated <laughs> misogyny really and really disgusting <laughs> stuff happening that just there's no, there's like no way to reconcile that at this point yeah, is it's kind of bad. tough. Uh, that said, like it's, it's, you can go in, you can watch some gruesome kills with the pickaxe, and it's kind of fun. Be happy that it's different now. Yeah, know? yeah, That's... for sure. Um, I don't, I don't recommend this film. I think I would prefer to go. <laughs> Let me I, be clear. I think I would go back and watch the first one, but this has some interesting and cool enough kills for me to say that if you're a horror fan and you haven't seen it, you might want to give it a chance. The first one has the same amount of troubling misogyny in it, but it's far enough away that you can trick yourself into thinking that things got better over the like. Well, the see, for years. us very specifically, like <laughs> we have to contend with the fact that this was like when we were coming of age, so yeah, it's even was, more difficult. Was, what, like less than 15 years ago 13 years ago yeah I mean this was happening like we were the age of the characters in the film at the time this was being made so it's like really it's hard to deal with yeah Um, I do also love that there's a like cross section of movies basically from like 2008 to 2010 where the movie industry was really trying to make 3D a thing oh my god it's so weird there's nothing that exists before that and there's nothing that exists after so actually this is aged significantly (laughs) more poorly than Hatchet because not only do you have all of that stuff but there's the 3D element it is such a time capsule of a film and I kind of love it for that but it is also a a bit of a tough hang so eh yeah, maybe give well, it a watch. Some people get uh, killed in a lot of ways. It's cool. Jake, the way the way you talked about that makes makes me feel I need to clarify. I do recommend Lake of Death. I talked about its basic issues. Those were a couple of its minor, like uh, few and far between faults. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I do. Recommend how did you watch it? It's on Shutter. Okay, mine was on Amazon. Prime. I remember being impressed with how good Lake of Death was. I went in thinking okay. it was going to be like total. It sound the name is horrible. Yeah, it's okay. a bad name, but well, it also might that might be a translation from yeah, exactly uh, some think, Scandinavian country. I don't yeah, remember. I thought which it was one. Finnish. Might be Norwegian. I don't think I don't it's know. Finnish. <laughs> well, it's Finnish, Swedish, Norwegian, or Danish if it's Scandinavian, right? Denmarkian. Yes. Denmarkian. <laughs> okay, great. Let's move on. That was the only one that I had. Gotcha. So. Hey, remember last week? Norwegian. Uh, well, I remember two weeks okay. ago when I yeah, I was right. Remember. Two weeks ago, when I uh, watched the movie Creep, I yes, I, yes do. I do, and you watched the wrong. Creep? I, and I watched the hey, wrong. So creep. did you watch the right one this time? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> so what did you? <laughs> okay, I love this Mis- misdirect. <laughs> so what do we got? We had to choose between either Creep two thousand four, not not Creep twenty fourteen, yeah, or Triangle two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, I went back and I was looking at both of them, and neither of them were free. And I mean. I, I think Creep is like literally only available. Actually, I think both of these are literally only available is if you like watch voodoo? them with commercials. Oh god, um, was it like Tubi or Voodoo? And those are your choices. IMDb TV. Fun. I think same same. same. Um, but in any case, uh, I just compared which ones were better on like Rotten Tomatoes because I wanted to watch the better of the two <laughs> selfishly. Uh, and the triangle, not the triangle, I think it's just triangle. Um, was like nearly twice the percentage on on Rotten Tomatoes. So I watched that one. Um, hey Mark. Yes. Does uh this movie star uh Patriots Michael Dorman? Jesus Christ, I don't know. It has Liam Hemsworth in it. <laughs> okay. He's the most recognizable Liam's name. Liam's Hemsworth. Um this is about a group of friends who go out on a yacht and uh you know, sail into the Bermuda Triangle and shit goes poorly. 
and I was expecting, well, look, I knew that this had good ratings uh, because I think it has like close to a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like an 88, which does seem high. Um, but the disparity between how good this movie is and how you think this, how good this movie is, is large. That was a nonsense I, I sentence. Don't I don't know, know yeah, what don't I don't understand said. what that means. <laughs> if you were to watch any given scene of this movie, you would think it's going to be trash. But then you watch the whole thing and you're like, that was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> um, I enjoyed Update, it. This does star Patriots Michael Dorman Who does as he play? Greg. Greg. Which one's Greg? I don't know. Second build. Huh. I'll have to go back. I don't re- I don't remember any of the characters. The lawyer names. from The Invisible Man. Jesus Christ. I don't I- remember any of these people. Uh, that's another issue with it's this movie is there are like eight people on this yacht and I don't know any of them other than the main lass, uh, Melissa George. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how far I want to get into this without spoiling things, but I considered this to be a fairly well, like it's, it's hard to talk about without getting into it. There's a lot of cleverness in how they wrote the script and not only is it clever in how they execute some things, but the set pieces that they're able to pull off. Like there's, there's one specific scene in this that is quite surprising and I love, and it's one of the best versions of this scene that I think I can pull out of any of this particular subgenre. Okay. Um, whatever. It's a, Bur- it's a Bermuda triangle movie. I'm going to spoil a little bit. And it's I- called, it's a Bermuda Triangle movie, and the thing that they land on is like a missing ship from the 1950s. So, spoilers, whatever. There's some time travel in this. Time okay. travel and Light. time loopy stuff happens occasionally. It's not one of the more done tropes because it's extremely hard to do. Um, but <laughs> they use the time loopy part of this in a few ways that are pretty interesting, and I like them. That said, it does have probably the most nitpicky, nitpickable plot that we've talked <laughs> so about all can, year. So it has a lot of good ideas that are not like watertight. Yeah, when you they had they had a lot of you could tell the points where they were like I want to make a movie and I want it to have time loopy stuff in it so that we can do this this and this. And yeah. then when they got to tying the two ends of the string together to make a cohesive plot, uh they were they just realized that they like couldn't do it sure. and they were just like, eh, "Fuck it, I don't know." She takes a cab. <laughs> <laughs> So I can imagine them on set being like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, there are there <laughs> we are tie po- this one together. Yeah, uh, we got the rewrites from last night, You're and right. they are not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so this movie is at once very clever and also simultaneously incredibly threadbare and nitpicky. Sure. Okay. Um, I would give it a recommend. You can find it on IMDb TV, so it's and free. You just have to watch two hours. It's a it's a ninety minute long movie that gets twelve minutes of commercials added to it. So no, no thank you. Yeah, if you can find yeah. it without commercials, I would give it a stronger recommend. Okay, when and um, as if you're as I am trying to watch everything Michael Dorman's done, then you might check it out. If you're a big Michael Dorman head, you know I am a big Michael Dorman head, a Dormandite. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> okay, does it? I liked it. Did to me. Outstruck I... me weird. Should we cue Scatman? That might be it. He's a Dormandian. Dormandian. <laughs> that sounds better. Okay. Scatman's world. All right. I have two to talk about in regular rocking horror worlds. I don't know what you guys boys have going on or where you want me to go in the lineup. 
Just go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just go, man. One of them is from a fairly heavy Mark recommend. Mark, you recommended the movie Aftermath to me. Yeah. To you specifically. Yes, and not to Jake. Correct. Um, And do you see why? I do see why. Okay. I did very. I but also I do think Jake would like it. Explain why I was specifically not recommended it, Mark. Oh, you want me to explain that, or do you want Jack? Uh, either of you. Said Mark. He, well, he, he said he Mark. also just, he, yeah, you, because he was also yeah, but like, Yeah, you get us confused like all the time. Dude. Oh, yeah, that's me on the podcast. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, 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 that's my thing. <laughs> no, you, you tell me. Um, no, this is what I said last time. I he, don't remember. Jack specifically has chosen movies that have this type of plot element in it, Yeah. and also when he does have extracurricular movies, uh... They, he has chosen multiple ones that have this. He's getting better. Thing. I have a ton of extra yeah, He's getting movies. way better. Yes, in the last I'm the year, bad one. you've year. gotten a lot more. I'm the bad one I, now. Uh, so it's less about me not liking it. It's more about how it fits him. Yes, exactly. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Jack, continue. Um, and, Mark, to that point, I can't reference that the movie that this is almost exactly like. Exactly. Uh, yeah, without I, fully spoiling right. this movie. <laughs> uh-huh. But there is a movie that this is almost exactly like, but I would There's a couple, that. and you liked all of them. That's true. Um, I'll, <laughs> there's the, the one in particular. It's hard, because I would recommend, I think, both of those other movies before this one. But this is pretty good, and I can't talk about them without fully ruining this one. So it's, it's on Netflix. Look, the barrier to entry is very low. Um, it's acted very well. And it's got the, Iceman. It has Bobby Iceman in it. The relationship <laughs> in this, uh, there's like a lot of the, the haunting, the, the horror is causing a big strain on their already strained relationship. And that stuff worked very well, and I found particularly affecting. Um, I like this movie. It was very good. Yeah, I do think this movie did a pretty good job of the kind of psychological isolation elements. Yeah, um, absolutely. That was probably and its strength. Kind of at varying points, identifying with both of the characters in the relationship who are having problems. Yeah. yeah. It's, it does play that line. I mean, it's been a minute now since I've watched it, but I remember playing the line fairly well of like, she could just be having a psychological breakdown. Yeah, it does a good job there. Yeah. Um. And maybe is who knows? Yeah, you don't want to get too far. Into, that's not a spoiler, you know. Maybe that's the the the. Uh, get me out of here. <laughs> okay, I've actually got two more to talk about here. I watched Kane Pixels, uh, the back room. Hey, he did it. He got there. Footage. Yay! Yeah, it, I mean, it's good job. This is a fucking good ten minute short, and there's a whole bunch of other ones that are like less good, but then yeah. in the series, Duh. but yeah. But this was I mean, the creme de la creme. This was the magnum opus. And the kid's like what sixteen? I don't know, Christ. man. I. Yeah. Okay. So you see what it's, you're talking about now. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's it's, go, it's, it's on YouTube. Go. This is uh, the the YouTube name is Kane Pixels. The it's called uh, the uh, back room. How did back you even find this? Parenthetically found footage. It was served to me when I opened. I went to YouTube.com and it was a thing that popped up in top of my recommends. Had you ever heard of back rooms before? Um. No, but it must have flagged it as being like horror content. Uh, I mean, when I and go like, to YouTube, Jake loved I that get Marble Hornet stuff. I get, like, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've watched all the Marble Hornet stuff, so it probably knew it that way. That's <laughs> actually that's the correct answer. But when I go there, it's like here's some horror stuff, here's some like video game stuff, here's some board game stuff, here's some music stuff, here's some sports stuff, and that was one of the things. I think it's so funny that a few of the website, like YouTube, is oh, here's very some good. Stuff. Is very good at like, oh, you watched three seconds of, of trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. You must love horror stuff. Here's all the horror things. But I have watched hundreds 
of horror movies, specific, explicit horror movies on Hulu, Netflix, whatever, anything but Shudder. <laughs> and when they pop up, they're like, hey, here's our selection of rom-coms. We're pretty sure our algorithm <laughs> says you like rom-coms. Tailored directly towards you. Oh, Sesh you wanted tried. to find horror movies? Here's what you do. You go into settings. And then, and then there's a drop down for movies, and yeah. you go out to genres, and then you go down to horror it slash thriller slash mystery. It is impossible. Yeah, you go to thriller, and then you have to click on a few <laughs> yeah, other things. Turn it thriller. off physically, then turn it back on again, <laughs> and then you can find horror. <clears throat> and those are the bad ridiculous. ones. You have to dig harder for the good ones. But Kane Pixels, good job. Very, very good short. The other thing I have to talk about. Uh, Jake, this kind of ties into your um, Lost Beers for Fears movie. I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, the, the new Texas one that I Chainsaw shat on Massacre. and gave bottom one? I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The yes. 2022 one. Yes. 2022, the one that just was, came out on Netflix. How off base was I in giving my bottom one? Pretty far. Uh, pretty far off base. This mm-hmm. is honestly, I've enjoyed m- the most of the recent remakes I've well, seen. Yeah. Now, it still sucks. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but but, but the ones from 2004 heard, and 2013 and I thought I was no no not awful. not of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones, but like the yeah. the last Halloween. Oh, one. Gotcha. I like, thought I was teeing myself up for success. It released, and I haven't heard a single good thing. I I haven't heard many Have good things either, thing? but I've heard some. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people really being like, "This is things. fucking horrible." Yeah. Like I actually saw like, a bunch okay. of tweets when it came out that people were like, "This is worse than I ever could have imagined," and I was like, "And yes. it it isn't it isn't that." I mean, the well, plot is well. wildly stupid and okay. infuriating, and a lot of like, like uh, uh, I think they're from Austin hipster woke millennials against like. I mean, that's where all the woke people live is against Austin. against rural, you know, middle America Texan. I, you know, that is the fight, Jack. No, and and it's infuriating. Uh, it's very poorly written. But I mean, you're watching this for the gruesome kills, and there are gruesome kills, and they're very well executed. So it's it's another like okay. So that's your tie into what I was saying. That's it's the a tie. vehicle yeah, between exa- the kills. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's worth watching, but like it's oh, 85 minutes long, and it's on Netflix. If you're looking for some gruesome fucking kills, there's a, there's, there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the 70s I, that I can watch. I have a question apropos of nothing. Is there any point in this movie where all of the survivors are on a bus leaving town, and then for no stated reason, the bus driver stops, opens the door, and then leaves? There is a bus involved. I don't want to spoil. No, there is not that specific scene. But no, actually, Jack, I've seen this. This is the only other movie I've watched, and that is oh. exactly a thing. That is that happens. what happens? They're I don't driving remember. out of town, knowing that someone has been attacked. The bus driver stops for no reason, turns the bus off, opens the door, and leaves. I, I had this on my second screen. I wasn't always paying attention to it. <laughs> Go back and watch that scene. It's they don't even bother explaining it. They're just like, ah, he left. And then his head gets thrown at them a moment later. <laughs> There's a lot they don't explain about this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I, so, Mark, why don't you go next? Because that was my last one. <laughs> well, that was that was also my last one. I only watched the two this week. But uh, I've been playing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West. Um, yup. I very much enjoyed this one. It is extremely dumb. And because of the way they create... Th- so you have Leatherface versus these millennial influencers... Uh, they're they're entrepreneurs. They're not influencers. They're I mean, not coded they're specifically influencers. influencer. One of them is specifically an influencer. Um, anyways, you're kind of rooting for Leatherface, which is the nice side of this, right? Like, 
these people, some of them are nice, and the, for whatever reason, they inject school shootings into this because why the fuck not? Yeah, but, there's a whole school shooting subplot. That there's a lot. There's no actually for as dumb and vapid as this movie is, there's actually quite a lot to unpack. There's a scene where a black guy is trying to take down a Confederate flag at the beginning, but also can't do it for some reason. <laughs> I think they're trying to. It's baffling. <laughs> yeah, I. I think this is what makes a good bad movie is all of this extraneous bullshit that didn't need to be there and then also just gratuitous violence. And that's exactly what you get for 90 minutes on Mark, this Mark, let me ask you this, because I was really pissed off at watching this thing and having selected <laughs> this one to watch for throughout like the intro, the opening sequence, until you get to the first kill. And when that first kill happened, I was like, holy fucking shit. Okay, they did something. There's a compound okay. fracture. What was, yeah, what was and the arm- question? There, uh, did it hit? Did did you have the same experience? Were oh, the impacted? when it goes from zero to sixty. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like oh, 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 okay. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I was more taken aback by it's, it's always funny to me in in movies that are sponsored by stuff, <laughs> where especially car companies where they like decide to add the random little asides of just like oh good. Thank goodness I missed that car because I have lane assist or whatever here. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. they, t- they spend. Too much time talking about fucking Tesla's autopilot feature of this movie. <laughs> it is pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how much time is too much time? Because that sounds I mean, like probably, any amount of time. Probably less than fifteen seconds overall. That's but too still. much time. You're right. Any amount of t- but I'm what I'm saying is like any time is too greater much. than one second and less than fifteen. It's like that season of New Girl where Coach just won't shut up about his Ford Fiesta for two episodes for no reason. <laughs> or Bones. Bones is really bad at this. They Well, and I mean, it was jarring and sunny. Like, Sunny felt like it came by it, honestly, but it was jarring when all of a sudden everything is cool, delicious Coors Light. <laughs> well, I, well, I thought that was because they were sponsored by Coors Light, and then Coors Light pulled their sponsorship, and then they thought it would be funny. No, it was like the other way no, around. No, they, they were sponsored it. by a different beer the first yeah. season. That half after the first episode released, the company said, we don't want to sponsor you I think it was an anymore. Anheuser-Busch and they sponsorship. Had to spend, I think so. And they had to spend like uh, close to a million dollars digitally removing no the way. FX. Or yeah, definitely a ton of money digitally removing money. all the... All the uh, Not a million. All the, yeah. All the, they all could the, pay an intern to do like that for like $3,000. There's like floating... PowerPoint like brown squares over the labels. That shit would be awesome. <laughs> Honestly, they could get they could have gone away. Just pixelate it, like whatever. Who gives it. a fuck? Yeah, brown. I mean, like, look, whatever. we watched the first season. I didn't notice the removed. I didn't notice a damn it, thing. So. Yeah, yeah, and then they got Coors on board and they had all the Coors Light shit. But it was just like all of a sudden it was ice delicious Coors Light all the time. It's jarring. <laughs> Anyways, sure. uh, this segment brought to you by Tesla's autopilot feature, I guess. Jake, apparently. What, what did you watch? Do you have anything? It saved everyone about? in this movie from a grisly death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one that I can talk about now. We got a screener, guys. Oh, yeah. Look at us all official. Look at us all official. Uh, this has happened before. Uh, this is the latest Mickey Keating movie, which we just talked about on the last podcast uh, off season. That's coming at you probably about now at the time this releases. I always want to say. Shit. I'm not embargoing, am I? We're good. Right, uh, as long as it doesn't yes. drop in the next three days. Oh, fine. there's no goddamn way. Okay. Well, we still not because I'm doing a bad job because we're one in the tank. Yeah, these days. buddy, it's fine. I'm, defen- I'm still defensive about it, well, but I'm fine. doing good. You're doing you're we're doing, doing good. We're Jack. we're knocking them out of the park. Our <laughs> you're doing good. Percentage is like 800. So far. I think the most notable thing about uh, off season, going back to the trailer alone, is that Mark, who is not really the Mickey Keating guy, has his gripes with Mickey Keating. Said this seems like the one that's going to be different, right? It looked good. And I am here, well, for <laughs> reasons, right? I am here to report to you that 
This is a Mickey Keating movie, buddy. Uh, if you want 120, no, not 120. If you want an hour and 20 minute long movie that has six different chapters that have like full bore, like written in different styles as it goes along. Uh, Mickey, back at this it. Is, Hell yeah. This is, this is a Mickey Keating movie. Welcome back, Mr. So Keating. That's, I don't dislike that about Mickey Keating. Like You're, yeah. you're selling yeah. this to me pretty well so far. Oh, you like those parts. I like that. Um, what okay. I don't like about him is his ability to direct people I, having a dialogue. I don't know that this is going to change your mind. In, in fact, I don't know that among his movies, it's been a while since I've seen one, that I would say that this has the most naturalistic dialogue. And, that's, <laughs> and that is given the fact... Well, that is My not goodness. given the fact, but that includes... Or we can't shy away from the fact that this includes one of the founders of what Mumblecore is, who does Swanberg? add... Yeah, who does add to some of the more naturalistic elements of it. It's not like I still liked it. I think it has really good ideas. I think he does everything that you would expect from Mickey Keating. It is artistic. There are cool shots. It is weird. It makes some choices that I don't think are to the benefit of the film as a viewer, but he is doing what he wants because he's Mickey Keating. And ultimately, you end up with a product that I respect, but... It's not going to be a movie that is like groundbreaking in any fashion. Interesting. That's what you end up with with this movie. How's, um, the, how's the budget? Because it seemed pretty like in contrast with Keating's earlier stuff. This seemed like it looked really, really good in the trailer. His earlier stuff felt like a studio gave him a small amount of money to make one movie, and he was like, okay, I'll make that movie, but then I'll also split the budget three ways and make two other ones at the same I time. I guess my question would be based on <laughs> yeah. what, right? Like this, this does utilize... Like, the degree. What is the degree of difficulty, right? So, what were you? What were you seeing in the trailer that you were like, okay, we seem like we have a budget ramp up. Wasn't here. there like a fucking at the that end? was in the trailer? Yeah. Oh shit! That trailer shouldn't have done that. That trailer should not have done that. Can you beep that part, please, for anyone who's actually interested? Yes, that's I will. Fu- that's fu- That's a fuck up. That's like a reveal in the film. Okay. Um, that's like wow! A- I didn't even see that in the trailer. I'd be out of it. Pissed. It's like the last thirty. <laughs> seconds. Like it is. It is building up. It is. It is building up in in a way that's like it's not entirely shocking. Like it is going that direction. You're like I kind of understand. But it's still a major spoiler. It's it's. It's not the spoiler, but it's a mo- it's a moment. It is the moment in the film, right? You kind of know where it's going, and it's just the way that it ends up happening from a visual perspective. That said, uh, this the setting and the sets are are really good in this film. I think that it looks good. They couldn't have done anything more, really. Uh, I think from so it looks au- good for like a mid tier production. Uh, yeah, it's for not, sure. It's not like there are, there are budget, definitely things that you're gonna like look back on and be like, like this is not your high budget horror film. I think the one that stands out to me most notably is like from a sound perspective, there's a lot of like windswept beaches on this. Cause it's in the off season on like, this is somewhere in the Southeast. It's on think. the off season. Shocking, right? It's somewhere in the Southeast. Like, I don't know if we're talking like offshore in Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, somewhere, definitely the East coast though. Is there an off season in that was kind of weird too, yeah, but okay. there are like palm trees and it's obviously the East coast, like keys ish area. I don't know, whatever. It's not the West Coast. You could have an off-season in, like, fucking Massachusetts. I don't think you can have an off-season in North Carolina. Well, we're talking about an island of palm trees. Okay. Um, <laughs> be that as it may, uh, a lot of windswept beaches. I just pissed off a lot of North Carolinians. <laughs> Do you guys know the sound? Like, envision... Um, exactly. Like, the wind sound. You're already doing it. The, the very stereotypical Wilhelm scream of... Uh, <gasps> 
of of wind that happens. Like you have a snow swept so peak. I, I I do know. Jake. You know exactly know. which yes. one I'm talking about. It's like a yeah. little too high pitched, and it like whistles through. That is used. I mean, ten times in this. Someone had a MIDI pad. They just kept hitting. Yeah, I'm like, you could have just not done it. You didn't even need it. You already have waves crashing. Just let let the waves do the work. So it it has some elements of that, but I am nitpicking because I do like Mickey Keating's films. And so I went into this one with high expectations. I don't necessarily think that it lived up to some of those because I was hoping for a big advancement after a few years. However, I do still think that it's a good film. I would recommend it to people who have seen a Mickey Keating movie before and thought that it was interesting or good. And for people who haven't seen a Mickey King movie before, I don't know that this would be the first one that I'd recommend. <laughs> two other things. There are two people in this film. What would be the one you recommend? Uh, to a first-timer? Yeah. Off-season probably? Nope, that's this one. That's this one. <laughs> the Carnage <laughs> Park Okay, is what I meant to say. Not Pod? Not Pod. Not for the first-timer. I, I think like Carnage that. Park. Carnage Park, I think, to me, is the one that's standing out after having seen all of them that's, like, maybe the most normal. I need to go back and watch it and be like, holy shit, this was bananas. I need to go. Uh, that's that's one that I've had on my list. I need to go back and watch. Yeah, it. I, I like Pod though. I like Pod too. I'm just. I thought the question was, what was the one that you would say enter here and then see where it goes? I, yeah, like, but it's I still all I of his movies Pod. have like the Mickey Keating thing that I can. I think you kind of need to see, which that's great, but yeah, it's not for everybody. Sorry, get back to your thing. Two people. Oh, two people are in this movie. Uh, guess one of them. Uh, what's her name? Ashley. Larry Fessenden. No, I know where you're going. No, <laughs> Larry Fessenden was in this movie. Uh, Jeremy Gardner was in this movie too. Oh, shit. I, I think I, he has been in, in also a Swanberg. No, he has been in a movie, Mickey Keating movie. He was in Psychopaths as well. But it's always good to see him. He's been in The Battery. He was in what? What was the After Werewolf Midnight? Movie? After Midnight. Good actor. He's been in some of the. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies that I've liked actually. So it was good to see him again. I like uh, it. Lauren Ashley Carter. So Lauren Ashley Carter. Right. She was not in this film that I was able to see on first viewing. That is a bonus for me. This is then maybe this is rocketing up my charts. Maybe this is your movie, Mark. I don't know. I yeah, give it a watch. Part of I I look I okay. I don't need to say that, but this is mean. I'm not going to say this. Never mind. Yeah, don't. No need. I, people could go back into the. If you can't of this say something nice, don't say anything at all. Right? Yeah, some that's where we that. stand with this podcast. Yeah. We never shit on anything. <laughs> never ever. I like. We don't it. have a whole segment of our. Show I liked it. I didn't love it. That's where I landed. Okay. Uh. You watch this via screener, but this comes out. Is this theatrical or is this? I don't a believe so. VOD. I think this, I think this sure is a VOD. straight up VOD release. So by the time this podcast releases, you should be able to get your hands on it. I don't know exactly what mediums. Just Google it, and that will do the work for you. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Oh no, it's Shutter. It's Shutter. I think there's a Shutter. Exclusive. Oh, is it really? Because even on yeah, even on the screener, it has the Shutter thing at the start. Sweet. Wow. Then I'm yeah. definitely watching this. Yeah, this is a Shutter release. Makes sense. I wonder if he has a deal with Shutter since it's the core and all. Oh. Of Hundred percent. The yeah. core. I mean, yeah. The core was fucking god. The core I, was. Excellent. Is it not on Shutter anymore? I'm gonna go back and watch that shit. I think it's still on Shutter. So good. Uh, okay, yeah. that's all I watched. Cool. Let's go to the feature presentation. Over ladiesyhort.com this week, we watched 2014's Last Watch. Now, Mark. You got stuff to account for here because you picked this movie, but we didn't think you picked this movie because you said the wrong title. Which also you just said. What? Which also you just said. I just said last watch. Yes. Yeah, he's gotten inside your head, man. (laughs) He really got up in there, man. It's because they're (laughs) interchangeable fucking names. It's not my problem. (laughs) Last shift is a better, more accurate name for this movie. Because it is her last shift, but also it's her last watch because she's probably getting fired after this. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, in a way, she, she might not. Uh, honestly, now, though, she might not. She might not be charged with anything. Who I, knows? Now I know for a fact all three of us had seen this before. I was pretty confident we'd done a podcast on this before. We have not. That does not appear to exist. This took yeah. on a life of its own. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've never experienced this. You, what? No, you never we seen went the movie to figure out whether we needed to do this or pick a new movie. You've never experienced looking at our podcast. Well, we also had to go through I, the I can't, Patreon I can't bonus episodes. I one really can't 20. with this guy. It was I a also, sleuthing exercise, Mark. I was wondering if this was part of episodes 0. 0.25, 0. 0.5, or 0. 0.75 that never saw the light of day, I think. Yeah, I, I, Mark's making this difficult. No, this the, was, the this point was, is a joke because it was fucking difficult. This okay? was well before we started recording the podcast. I remember because when, we, remember. Star- when we did the first Omnibus, I chose this movie as one of... I can't remember what category. It was like one of my... Like sleeper hits, and then you guys made fun of me because it came out in 2016, and we hadn't really solidified. It came out in 2014. Okay, whatever. But the maybe that was the issue. So I was gonna say 2016 was like. So it came out in 2014, and our first omnibus was 2016. But we didn't start recording the podcast until like August, September, something like that of that year. And then we had record. We had been doing it since 2015, so we had a whole backlog of. I mean, I don't know, yeah. 20-ish movies that we had never done a podcast for. Yeah. And, and this was one of them. still not in the feed, buddy. So, yeah, look who's and laughing never now. never will be. Me. <laughs> so we'd all seen this once before. I might have watched this another time. I, I liked this it the once. first time. I, I watched, watched it, it once. quite a bit. It was my second time. This was also my second time, yeah. I only watched it with, for the original review and then now. And, and it's last shift. Last Watch. shift. Correct. Last <laughs> shift, not last watch. Last swatch. But the last time yeah. I watched it, the last time I watched the last shift was two days ago. Not the last shift. Yeah, because the last shift is a 2021 comedy movie. My brain is fucking breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Jake, hearing things? Or? Jake should not have had cocktails before. I've honestly there, also lost Jake, the thread. Jake, Jake. This movie is called Last Shift. I'm fully aware of that. There's now a I'm, like, movie that came out like, Ghost, in like, 2021 that's called The Last Shift. Oh, thank that's God. A well, you, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually doing fine for now. It will degrade because I've opened this 11% beer. You always attribute those when they don't need to happen. I know. So. And this one, it matters. That's why I'm, I'm trying to be I'm still doing careful. okay. I won't fall off until I was thinking it does so wrong. hard about not saying the that I I'm said the wrong I'm going to forget how to word. use words again. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Me Mark! choosing this movie has already been made worth it <laughs> with this, I'm, good. I'm, glad, this I'm, glad, I'm glad i'm glad and you know what that means you have to give us a 30 second plot synopsis 30 seconds around the goddamn clock it's gonna start when you start officer jessica lauren is about to start her first night on her on her job as a police officer she goes into a closing down police station where she sees a sergeant raging about really nothing in particular telling her that hey this is the last night you got to babysit this place until morning we have some biohazard guys coming in in the morning to clean the rest of the shit up then she finds out that it's haunted by a group of cultists basically the manson family they start to manifest ghosts and crazy shit happens and then she shoots all of them Uh uh-oh turns out it was actually the cleaning crew showing up and she was hallucinating and now she's a murderer. Time. Yep. Not bad. You missed the stuff about how her dad took down the cult and died in their take. Yeah, there's you like familial make choices, ties. Man. That would have been hard to get to in 30 you gotta seconds. You got to make choices in these. Yeah, no, you did a pretty We're good job. We're seasoned professionals at this now. I thought it went pretty <laughs> Look well. It up in the that book. went pretty well. It did. Oh, yeah, I liked it. It did. I mean, yeah, I don't have any complaints with you, what it's, you did. It's a mindfuckery movie, pretty much on rails. You're got, there's not a oh, lot of plot. This, not gonna, a lot of plot. 
We're it's, gonna yeah, get into it's this. less plot based and more excuse to string together a series of vignettes movie. Oh my yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Like, we're <laughs> gonna get into it. But I cannot think of a get, more we're gonna on get into rails all that, but this. not before we talk about what in the fuck sub sub genres sub genre of Sean Connery of horror this fits into. That was the worst Sean Connery impression I've ever heard. As he's rushing it. Was, it. It, yeah, I was rushing it, except for cult. It's a cult movie. Yeah, there's a cult. Um, so when we discussed this at length um, in our last podcast, we talked about it being a anthology movie. It, it wasn't kind of is. It was a, yes. That was in the review. Um, <laughs> I was I was trying to see if I could convince either of you guys to pick up. I just it. assumed you made the wrong thing, but I wasn't going to call you out, and I was trying to be nice. Oh, well, that's where you made your first mistake. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, we had discussed this basically being an anthology, which is also what you just said, was a series of spooky vignettes. Um, yeah. It's not the traditional approach to an anthology movie, but I think it's probably, it probably fits. I mean, it's an anthology with the tightest frame narrative of all anthologies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A real narrative. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of exposition. Goes yeah. exposition and then anthology sequence and then exposition and then anthology sequence. <laughs> it's also sort of yeah. I, I see very much from, a ghost movie. I wouldn't go there with it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a cult psychological ghost slash haunting thing. Uh, it's also a things going bump in the night. I don't know if that's one oh of our sub sub. Oh my god! But sure. it is. I mean, I mean, yeah, but that's usually because it's ghost yes everything's going bump in the night movie is like probably a ghost movie but yeah there's different kinds of ghost movies i feel like we had sure. siege or some level of something like that in there where it's you're trapped this. you're trapped sub sub genre of home invasion yeah it's, yeah it's basically a home invasion movie where you're trapped she's like literally trapped physically inside of the police station she can't leave well, she's not she, she absolutely is, is. Past a she thinks point. she thinks past she is a, past a certain point she makes a choice at one point to come back, she leaves and then comes back in to answer the phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then she but, tries to go and leave again, and, and she's protected can't. by a magical barrier that absorbs bullets. Yeah, I uh, mean, sort of. It might be because she's using a pop gun because the quietest I mean, gunfiring oh, sounds. I've oh ever heard god! In my also, life. none of it's real. Maybe. Um, I mean, she was outside I, the whole time. She was dead. Though. There this have been police. This in can't that be a home invasion movie. She's not years. in the police station at all. You have to see Lash <laughs> Lash Shift Two to really understand, man. Hey! Last Watch 2? The real Last Shift. Hey. Last Shift 2, the watch has ended. The actual Last Shift this time, though. <laughs> Let's talk about what the movie does right. We are way far afield. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a four-hour long No, it's so. not, This dude. is going to be a four-hour long <laughs> No, just hurry. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying. I just got us to the next <laughs> Well, then hurry. Chop, chop. You go. Hurry. Uh, uh, okay, I, I do think that the vignettes, or if you want to call them little contained sequences that make this like an anthology film, the jump scares, okay? The jump scares are what this movie does, right? Okay. They're so good. Most of them stand up. Uh, I had a few in my head, and I, I don't think that they can possibly hit the same way if you know what you're heading into. Agreed. That's just how jump scares work, but they hold up, by and large, this time. Uh, and, so that they, is something that the movie does right, because that's kind of what it's made to be. It's made to be a contained thing, a little house of horrors that she has to walk through on rails, and... I think and that they, it delivers. In they build spades. very satisfyingly. Like the the yeah. very first one of her, she finds that weird picture, and then all of a sudden, all of the fucking lockers are open. That's yeah. cool. I mean, I I am putting it here. I d I don't want to like put a sour note on it. I'm putting it here. It is all the movie does. So if that is 
alarming to a viewer. It might not be for them. This might not be a movie for you. But if you're into that sort of thing and you can deal with the jump scare being the really only thing that's happening, this is one of the better hey, examples I can Mark think and of. I just watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it has more narrative than that. Okay, I agree with that. I disagree with what Jake just said. Okay, go I for it. I don't think this movie is all jump scare. It uh, punctuates itself a lot with jump uh, scares, but the lead eh. up to those jump scares are themselves quite well constructed scary scenes. The yes, the I mean, so the hobo in the with the with the light when the when she's at the very beginning when it really first starts to get crazy when right? he's inside right at about twenty two twenty three minutes. She takes right him. Right at about 22 and I wrote it down because it's the first time the shit gets 22 crazy. minutes, 35 seconds. So I always, I, look, I use, I, I usually write this down to see when something like starts to ramp up. Sure. So you can see. This you is can less than an hour. say about because you were drunk when you wrote it and you got to make sure you got to cover your bases. No, it was 22 minutes. I know this game. I, but it was ab- 22 uh, minutes ab- when she's walking him down the, the hallway. It's like the 23 minutes when she gets it into the cell. thing to me. My the, wife does this too. It blows my mind. Oh my God. Go. So they go into the cell and then the lights go out. She's locked in the cell, and then someone shines the light on her. I know, yep. And then she thinks it's the hobo who's unconscious, and then the light slowly pans, and she doesn't tackle the person, which is a mistake, uh, to show the hobo unconscious in the corner. Yep. And that is not a jump scare and is an extremely good scene. Now, you came up with an example. To your point. Yeah. Then the lights start flashing, and she stands up, and yeah. there's like a crazy person behind her. Or okay, there, fair. There's it's not 100 percent jump scare. Scenes. It's yeah. not 100 percent jump scare. Yeah, yeah. There's also, a, there's creepy content. I there's would a, argue. There's I mean, a lot of creepy content in this movie that is not jump. I would argue that one of my favorite scenes is not a jump scare, which is when the lockers are open. That's still when the person's figuring out there's, they're in a yes, horror movie. Yes, or there's when the chairs of, are stacked. Yeah, both of those are not. Jump scares, they're just like, whoa, fuck. Or when the weird body in the plastic bag is like dragged and then stands up. That shit is awesome. That's that shit's really good. Yeah. There's a lot of really okay, good fine. things Okay, fine, fine. This is a very visually driven horror movie, yes. many of which are yes. jump scares. Well put. Yes. Okay, great. I also think that while this is not a narrative-heavy movie, the twist, if you want to call it a twist, the reveal that these are ghosts, that the officer who's come in that she's been comforted talking to who knew her dad is a dead person and is shot in the back of the head. That is was Great so twist. effective the first time I saw it's it. It's just like so sixth sensey though. I but like it, yeah. it, but I couldn't. Like the it's, second it happened, I was like, "It's the sixth Yeah, it's the kid who's like, "Hey, you want to go play with my dad's gun?" And exactly that yeah. shit, man. It's I mean, they obviously loved that. I don't care. That's a tip of the cap to me, so I liked it. But it still is that. I so, agree. Yeah, it's good. It's really something the movie effective. does right. I loved, and it hit me so well the first time, well, and the, even this time. That the I fact it. that they're sprinkling that in, and that is in a in a way, I don't know. It's it's interesting to like compare these like true jump scares to like not jump scares but the ones that are sprinkled in they they do a good job it's a visually driven horror movie we've done this now we've, yes. we've arrived we circled back we've arrived but yeah, i mean really what this means is what this movie does right is it's scary the scary parts of it are scary and it does it starting at 22 minutes yeah and then moving yeah. forward i i do think this is one of those when you go back and if we were to jump for it we don't whatever I like talking about it more now and then just being quick in the ratings. So I'm going to say that now and then hopefully we can execute, guys. I, I don't agree to that. I no. think we should execute. Okay. Can we execute, please? Can we'll we please see if execute? I open whiskey or not. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> it's almost 6 p.m., Jake. If you were <laughs> to apply to the... Shake. Yeah. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. Good God. Uh, that threw me all the way off base. <laughs> to get back into it, 
if we were to apply the test that I think it's been some time since we've mentioned, but show this to your parents or someone who doesn't watch horror movies, are they going to be scared? Fuck yeah. Hell yes. They're, yeah. They are going to find this movie There's scary. scenes of this that scared me this time on second yeah. viewing, however yeah. hun- many hundreds there, of there are There are moments where you want to put the, the fingers up just to have a little semblance of safety. Really great. Yeah. And I, I think a big reason for that is back to something we used to talk about a lot that effective horror does, or scary horror anyway, uh, is cutting off of resources, right? And this movie does that very, very well in like a believable, not too contrived way. I mean, yeah, there's right? devil goop in the bathrooms, buddy. Yeah. And what are you going to poop on? She's trying to call other officers and then thinks she'll get fired. Like, I've got to be tough my first shift here or I'll be fired. That's a good reason to not keep calling people. Then her cell phone doesn't work. And then when you're all the way into it, she physically tries to shoot the door, the glass door, and it just nothing happens. Just, and just all the bullets just go. It's. It's a really effective cutting I mean, off she's, of resources. She's no movie. longer on planet Earth at that point. No, she's high uh, as a kite. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie about addiction. She touched. It's <laughs> Requiem for a Dream round two. <laughs> Requiem I'll for take a Dream this two one. last watch. I like this one more. <laughs> oh, My shit. Thought. We skipped a segment. Rename the movie. Our new oh, favorite God. segment. Oh, yeah. I was like, what this. fucking segment? This movie's very effectively named, though. I don't think we have to bring it up. Okay, so we agree no, last no, no, yeah. probably Oh, yeah. Best. How do we do this segment? This is brand fucking new. I do thought it was th- when... Do you think the movie is appropriately named? And if you don't, you have to provide a new name for a the new movie. new name. Now, I haven't edited the episode yet, but as I recall, Mark, to instigate the segment, you had to have a better name in mind. Well, the only one I'd written down was Last Watch at the Constabulary of Doom. Okay, I like Last Shift. <laughs> last we Shift have, is we, probably we've all better. Agreed it's a little bit a good title. It's a good title. It's a great title. Yeah. I just wanted to work the word constabulary in. That seemed good. Yes. It's very good. In a certain way. But I also don't know if I want it in my titles. <laughs> Keep it away from my titles, man. Basically. <laughs> it's too much. You can put it in the script. How Keep many syllables? That's like five syllables. Way too many syllables. How many? It's five syllables. Five. It's five syllables. We all <laughs> just counted on our yeah, fingers. On all fingers. I'm, on, I'm finger <laughs> counting on my beer can. <laughs> I've been drinking for hours. All, all three of us just looked off into space and counted with our hey, fingers. Frankly, the fact that I was able to guess that correctly is astounding to me. So, it's blink. It's that Malcolm Gladwell book. You just blink the hell out of five. Yeah, syllables. Malcolm Gladwell. Fucking okay. I, I'm not going there. We're, hey, yep. I like any reference to payment. I like any reference to the Abremelin. I love. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. No, I, you, but why? I, why? I like payment. I think the Abremelin stuff is underused, like this okay. actual you think it's historical. Underused? Yes, demon this feels very stuff. used to me. Yeah, I can think is... of two movies that use Payman as the villain. Uh, but does it doesn't matter that it's specifically calling it Payman? Like this feels like something that's in a billion jillion movies. Jack. I guess it is just a demon, but I don't know. But this one's Payman, though. I like Payman. I like references to Payman. Fight to run. Yeah, I mean Payman's a shower, dude. Yeah, he's not a grower. I also thought it was clever because I didn't even when it was I was less exposed to horror than I am now. But everyone's fine. Let Jack even even when it was on my first viewing, I didn't put it together that this might be the the quasi demon P A I M O N when they said his name is John Michael Payman and they spell it out P E Y T or P O P. Dude, he's like the king of hell. He's like Satan's daddy. He's I mean, like OG he's Satan. The... He was Satan before Satan was Satan. No, he's one of he's one of Satan's minions, but he commands a legion of hell of two hundred. Yes, but he score very demons. clearly answers to Lucifer. Oh. Well, that's not what they say in this. I understand. So yeah, they so they, they do use it, but then what you're so you're happy they used it, but then they immediately got it wrong? 
Well, people misunderstand Payman. The mythology around him is all screwed up. And to get a cult going, I mean, I certainly don't. What is the mythology? The Book of Abremelin yeah. is like a just a piece of nonsense that was written in the 1950s or whatever. No, the Book of Abremelin is a like tome of historical texts from fake demonologists from the 1500s. Oh, 15 Oh, okay. Well, I've misinterpreted that. You're educated. There, there, there were that. there are a couple of compilations, one by a German author, one by a French author from the 1930s and 1950s, respectively, that are about this kind of demonology. Hey, but you know that Jack in the Box movie that I just watched like a month ago? I do. That references the fucking book of a Bremenlin. Does it? That's awesome. I love I that show. So. Every time there's a random like, oh, there's a demon from somewhere on on the computer screen of the demonologist they go to it's always like the wikipedia page for the book of abramelin that's cool yeah, but no i mean what i'm saying is that's a thing they reference it in fucking uh paranormal activity i know i like it all the time. I, I like that movie too <laughs> okay. so you're not saying that this is underutilized you're saying it's overutilized but you like the trope I don't think it's over you. I certainly don't think it's over. It's utilized. It's utilized. Yes, it's, just it's utilized. utilized. It's just they utilized use it in good movies. <laughs> Some people use it. There are there. movies that can be used. We got to my thesis. It is used. <laughs> <laughs> I, I contend that they use this in many things. Yes. Was it used uh, in Paranormal Activity? In a dark song? Oh, probably. Fuck. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. It's used in everything. If there are demons, it is used. Yeah. What was the right, though? Fuck, I can't but remember. Yeah, it's a Bremelin. With, for sure a Bremelin. For a sure well, a Bremelin. That's also, the best of Bremelin movie. Because they're, they're, the story of Abra Melon, right? Yeah. The, the mage the Egyptian. who learned magic. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And yeah. taught it to the... the, 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 the I can't, God, I can't remember the uh, the guy's name. But the, Oh, the... Uh, Jew worm, the, the the Jewish person from Worms, Germany, but who's called like Abraham Jew from Worms, uh, Abraham no. von Worms. Yes, <laughs> very strange. I like all that, but in this movie, not only do they reference all that cool stuff, um, Payman looks good in this. And you can terrifying. understand why I think that this was written in the 1950s and is some type of alternate history that we're creating for ourselves. Well, yes, and Mark, a lot of the <laughs> translations were written in the 50s and like a lot of like because the original book is a comp book is a compilation of historic texts and like notes and what, what do you call the what do you call the, like the book like mary shelley frankenstein that is a book that's a compilation of letters of the t- like found footage for books what do you call that kind of book fuck me i'm drunk found pages N- no and, anthology <laughs> but a book a, yes a yes like mary shelley frankenstein i don't fucking know what is that called i don't know if that has a specific name a collection of short stories but it's not epistolary a epistolary novel. It's it an is, epistola- oh, an epistolary. Oh, epistolary. Novel. Yes, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten that if I was sober, dude. I have never heard that word before in my yes, life, you and have. I've done a substantial amount of study on Frankenstein. Frankenstein <laughs> is an epistolary novel. I've never heard that word before in my life, or I have, and I well, immediately obliterated it. It's not, like, it's, it's it without not like Frankenstein subtitle up in epistolary. <laughs> <laughs> it's Frankenstein, just Frankenstein and epistolary. Last shift. Colon and a pistol. Yeah, where the fuck? Where were we? Yeah, you do want this to be a four-hour episode. This is not my fault at this point. <laughs> I've washed my hands of the situation. Frankly. I, I, frankly, I feel like the, I can't. I remembered a pistolary. I've won. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a victory for the day. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's the remnant of studying for the. I, reman- for like I remembered month. Abraham von Worms. So yes, you did. I thought that was a joke. That's not. That's real. He's I'm references dead the Jew from Worms in a lot of the translations. So. <laughs> 
It's Abraham Von Worms, dude. Let me look into my hat and translate this is these all golden stuff, plates Mark. that only I I'm can dead see. fucking serious right <laughs> I now. I love all this demon That's Abra Melon, man. And to be clear, it's all absolute horse shit, but I find it very fun. Oh, God, it's <laughs> insane. It's a book. It's a fucking book, dude. It's just a book. It's an epistolary novel. Oh, or epistolary <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is also a book. Yes. Sub subgenre of book. I referenced this earlier to get us back on track. <laughs> Payment looks good. It's a demon. I hate his teeth. <laughs> Grr. They're stupid teeth. I uh, yeah. I so I went back and I reread the. This is not what I was going to say. I, I went back and I reread the uh, review that we had, and I did not like the teeth on the first go around. And I like the teeth now. No, no I just think they're stupid as though. far as effects go. No, they, they they look fine. I just dislike them. I find them distasteful, and I want to punch them. So I guess successful. <laughs> you're gonna cut your hand. You punch them, you're gonna slice your fist right up. Yeah. Well, kick him with a boot. Then I don't know. What do I have on me? Ra ra. I don't like kick his him teeth. With a boot. His teeth a are full like Batman his, utility belt of a standard police issue equipment. His his teeth are unbecoming. Okay, <laughs> that's true. I don't like them. The way this movie paces itself is notable, <laughs> and I'm yeah. putting it in what the movie does right because it is such a shrewd construction where there's no story to talk about, but the way they basically transition from scene to scene to scene is elegant enough and i think it's fucking hilarious that ultimately like the way this movie plays out if i were to storyboard this and like really simplify it it would be exposition scene scare exposition scene scare exposition scene 100%. scare 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 end yeah <laughs> and and it works very well no you're right yeah also mark i need to apologize to you i i offer you a formal apology i was thinking of uh dracula not not frankenstein well, Dracula that's also an, not subtitle uh, in epistolary. I, Dra- Dracula is an epistolary novel, not Frankenstein. Doesn't call it that. I think isn't Frankenstein also written the same way, where it's the letters bunch from Doctor Frankenstein to his lover, and then ultimately it comes back in because the monster is also then part of it, like in the second half. No, because, I mean I read this in high school. It's been a, a minute, lot of but. it. A lot of it is from the monster's perspective, where. People just black out for a couple months because they got spooked by seeing the monster. I don't remember that. I don't think that's right. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't they got that. the vapors. They saw Frankenstein. Got the vapors. Woke up in the hospital a couple of months later. Yeah, Jack. I don't think you're thinking of the actual written in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. No, he's not. I am thinking that, that's Frank. No, that is no, that is Frankenstein. That's not the novel. I believe it is. Okay, well, go back and read it and let me know. I read it like I talked about it on the podcast like a year ago. I, I do did it again. Read it like yeah, ago. do it. Do it. Do it back. Do it again. Uh, Run that back, Jack. This is embarrassing to me, and I'm going to. (laughs) Okay. To that point, though, I do like how this is one of those those movies is tight 90. It's actually under 90 minutes, and it takes – it is so fast to get to the point. Like, it takes two minutes of her in the car talking to her mom on the phone. She goes in, finds the The sergeant. The sergeant is having a temper tantrum for Finds the sergeant, gets the keys, and literally two, two and a half minutes in, then you go. Like, I – love the simplicity of that setup and then you just are on the roller coaster yeah and like crazy shit is happening like the first 20 minutes are a little bit of that setup you meet the sergeant there's a hobo that's being on the ground and she takes him and puts him outside there and is gives a him little, some boots yeah whatever we're gonna we're structured uh, podcast and then 22 minutes that's when things start i said it i'm standing by it yeah but it's not like nothing happens in that first no, it's while. Fine. It's, fine. It's, it's, fine. Fine. it's fine. like things are ratcheting up, but nothing supernatural is happening. Yeah. And then when the lights there, go off and the hobo is, is dancing on the thing and then she takes him to the... Yeah. Whatever. On second viewing, there is a shocking amount of movie where stuff is legitimately happening. 
yeah. when you think about the runtime as a whole. 77% that, of this that movie. That is not normal for a horror movie. 70 minutes of the 90 minutes. 77% of this movie is horror. Straight that up. feels right to Just me. scary shit. That actually, that's that's astounding. Yeah, that that's pretty That's good. not normal. That is pretty This movie good. converts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not normal. They, they created a box that they put someone in and had the funhouse run not relent. Hey, last thing like, I had for what the what movie happened. does right. Can I get a quick what what for the trope of things not reflecting correctly in a mirror? I love that shit. It's, it's good, cool. man. Yeah. They have the shot in this where the the ladies are all sitting in a circle singing, and their reflection doesn't have masks, and they all turn around and they have the bloody masks on. Sure. That's a really great shot. I love that. There Just are those a subtle of, kind of things. It's there are a number cool. of very very good shots in this movie. I love yeah. it when mirrors don't reflect things. I hate mirrors. Mirrors and underwater stuff, you know. And then, like, oh, I'll the, take mirrors. The first, the first scary we should thing, watch the movie quote mirrors. unquote, that happens to her is the hair in her mouth that, like, she doesn't yep. know where, it's, and then pulls on until she vomits. Like, even that's like, ugh, gnarly, right off the fucking bat. Yeah, I actually, so I wrote this down. I'm just gonna run through this. This is gonna take like ten seconds. Hair in the food, peeing hobo, disgusting bathroom, Monica calling repeatedly, moving bookshelves, hobo hijinks, trapped in the cell, hap, uh, TVs with interviews, stacked up chairs, Officer Price, floating corpse, girls ski- singing on the floor with the mirror thing that I just talked about, crime scene photos suddenly organizing themselves, crazy girl steals gun and then off herself, and then zombie creepy calling around, and then like the whole, you know, climax. And really, there's know, only but, one there that I didn't really, really like, and that's the girl killing herself. That whole interview sequence I did not like at all. Yeah, that seems. But the weird. rest of them are all very, very I, strong. And that's a ton. Like, if you told someone, like, make 12 horror shorts or however many you just mentioned, Mark, like, that's a ton. And for them to be all but one being really strong. That's more than that. that I listed 15 yeah. things that happened. And for me, 14 of those were and very, And I didn't very even strong. say the last, like, the whole finishing sequence that has in and of itself I'll give you 10 a shootout and people manifesting from a projector and all this other yeah. stuff I'd say this hits on 80 plus percent of what it's given yeah the so. movie converts for a very small I mean a relatively small budget I didn't look up the budget, the budget but it doesn't was. seem like they shot this for much uh, let's review do we have anything this movie does middle uh, the police credo stuff, the whatever, whatever oh, she yeah. calls it. When she can't say a prayer or whatever, so she's like, I must protect the community. It is funny, she, right? Every, every time she's freaked out by stuff and like doesn't know how to go on, she recites the, like, I will protect my community. I am sworn to serve. And it's just a little weird. Is that a thing, weird. Jack? Is that a thing that... Is there a is there a credo? I mean, I'm quite certain there is some kind of oath that the police officers have to take, but I'm almost equally as certain that 99.9% of people don't memorize that shit and say it to themselves comfortingly. I mean, do we really want to start talking about what we think cops do and do not know? No, that's pretty <laughs> rough. Okay. Um, but it's also weird to me that it ends with uh, dedicating herself to God is how it ends. Like, that's very yeah, strange. Yeah, actually, that's an interesting point, right? Because the first, it had been a long time since I'd seen this movie, and the first time she was saying it, I actually couldn't make out what she was saying for a bit, and I was like, are she saying God's way? Well, I don't remember Subtitles, this. bruh. I don't watch movies with fucking subtitles, Mark. Well, you should. Well, she I also trust doesn't reference ears. God the first time. She doesn't get to the God part the first. But what times. I, I all it was was her walking through a hallway like mumbling, and it sounded like it could have been the Lord's Prayer, right? Gotcha. So yeah. to me, I actually like the fact that I didn't have subtitles because I couldn't make it out. But then as she continues to do it, I was like, "That's not that. That's that." It was an interesting. But it's so I put, I I put this clarify in the me what we're talking about because I feel like you're talking about mistaking the Lord's Prayer for the credo that she's saying. Yes, and I feel like you're talking about 
Jack, what she what happens at the very end of the movie. I, I am talking about I mean, she doesn't mention God until the very last time she does it, but I'm not talking about what happens at the end of the movie. I'm talking about when she retreats oh, so she to doesn't earlier. She, she's scared. She says it like four or five times throughout the movie. I wouldn't have heard it either way. It was just this like words. I will defend the community. I am a trained officer, whatever, sworn to uphold, blah 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 to yeah. comfort herself. Yeah, and then yeah. the last time she does it, like it ends with and do all this in the eyes of God or whatever whatever it is. I don't remember the exact words. That might just be part of the fucking police credo. I mean, that's very, very distinctly I'm possible. Sure and it is. this was shot in Florida, so we can assume it was set in Florida. And in Florida, that's almost certainly true. <laughs> yeah, um, that was like a that was like a not pick of mine that this is set in Florida, but also I was convinced that it was set in either Nevada or California. Oh my god. Because all the Manson family shit. Sure. Yeah, but also when you learn it's in Florida, you're like, that makes sense. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's what Florida, or that's what bathrooms look like in Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's what out. a clean bathroom looks like in Florida, buddy. <laughs> Fuck but, Florida. But what I was saying is the reason I put that in does middle is because I like the she's scared and she's finding comfort in this like repetitive action. I I totally get that. I do that myself. But I don't like that it's like it doesn't jive so much with her character of this weird police credo when she's doing it for her dad. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like the little character work this movie does. It doesn't fit with. I just like the op- the idea that Jack is like trying to soothe himself, just saying like I'm a little teapot, short and stout. What would you? Uh, it makes you wonder like what would you do, right? I totally understand. Fucking that, like, leave. Vocal. Well, I mean, she should have. She left, tries, right? <laughs> but like the. Well, no, I mean, she did, and then she didn't because <clears throat> reasons. Um, I I get soothing yourself by talking when you're in a situation like that, though. That does make sense to me, but. Oh, I talk to myself all the time. And yeah. sing to myself. There and frankly, like the things and I end up saying to myself, to myself when I'm really like freaked out or stressed out or something are kind of just nonsense words or they don't always make sense, but I said them in a like rhythmic way to myself and then I just kind of keep repeating that and it is soothing. Kind of like on, if you're on a hike, the last little, I mean, like you're into a really brutal part of the hike, I say stuff just kind of in rep- like in rhythm with how I'm stepping, and that helps me step, you know, get through the end of a really tough hike. There's an episode of the of the Thor the Wild Thornberries where Eliza and her dad are hiking through the Alps, and he mentions that uh, the Sherpas sing. I think I might be combining two episodes in my head, but ever since I watched that as a kid, it's been like fucking. Oh, written in stone on my brain that when I'm hiking, I should be at least singing to myself to have like a rhythmic breathing thing happening. Whoa. Totally. So now and I sing under my breath when I hike. And that's a cool part of my personality that I can't get what, rid of. One of the last hikes <laughs> I was on was I was really struggling towards the end. And I don't know why, but just it happened to be in rhythm. I remember the Aladdin Super Nintendo game. They had like, you know, codes nice. to bring Love you this. back to the level you were at. And they were, it was a four- character code but like you'd actually they were each one was a character from the movie right so right and the the code to get to level four was genie jafar aladdin abu and i don't know why but that just saying like genie jafar aladdin abu like in rhythm with my hiking what? was helped me get through the end of that hike the cheat code to get to level four of the aladdin super nintendo game if you put in four three three and then hit up on the d-pad and nfl blitz it meant whoever had the ball was invisible on your team. <laughs> and why I remember that, I don't know. And isn't yeah. it weird how Fucking, brains work? I just studied for the bar and I couldn't remember shit I needed to for that, but I remember Genie Jafar Aladdin Abu to get to level four from the Super Nintendo game Aladdin. I mean, I think it's like what really matters, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you get to the gates of heaven, St. Peter's going to be like, okay, beat level five. And you're going to be like, fucking at least I got a head start. I got jumped to level four. No problem, sucker. Exactly. <laughs> and he's going to be taking notes like, oh, dude, this guy's getting in. Fuck yeah. Woo. What made it sound like he was like aroused it? by it. Wait, 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 wait. I do have to jump back to right for a second because oh, sound okay. design, sound design is so fucking good in this movie. I got to watch this one. My wife was working late, so I got to watch this like at the full run of our apartment and had, you know, the nice surround system and just watched it like full blast volume on the big TV. And holy shit, you hear like the whispering and the creaking from behind. Yeah. It's really good. I'm glad you mentioned that. This is at well, actually we're in middle, right? We're I went. I We're went back to does right. Perfect podcast. You're. I'm glad you did mention it though. I watched this on headphones, and I did definitely didn't do that the first time. Uh, delivers when you have it's headphones. It's really on. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I. That said, like it's not like it's overshadowing, overshadowing or making the scenes if if it were a lesser audio film it would still deliver i think that the dude sound cues don't get their don't get the I weight know. that they deserve it's i think so it, i think it yeah. flavors the experience a lot more than people give it credit for i'm not disagreeing with that however the movie is so strong visually that i It'd think still be very strong i think but... it would have been okay if it were a lesser audio movie but it was strong yes where do you guys think that the uh, practical effects sit. And I say that because medium. there really aren't any CG effects. Very medium to me. Okay, so that's well, then that's where we are, right? <laughs> Thanks, I, Mark. I, yes. Thanks, buddy. I, it, because like the payment looks good. The I think the his like the officer getting okay, sh- like the when he walks the by, wound. the brains hanging at the back of his head look good, and the the sack of the body floating in the lobby like looks pretty good and creepy and almost a little stop motiony but the rest of them are serviceable at best i think it was interesting because like the body moving it was like clearly wire and it and almost probably some digital rig removal well it almost wires, didn't but... even really tr- like yeah i guess well, i but felt like, like they it shot it backwards it, yeah yeah but it didn't try too hard to like get very far from the fact that it was wire Sure. So, yeah, I mean, in a way, it kind of wants to look wonky, and I like that. Yeah, but That's it why I said does it's almost wonky. stop motion. Like it's not stop yeah. motion, but it looks weird. So I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a fun project to do stop motion with live people. It'd be super cool. I mean, it's definitely. I can't think down. of an example off down. the top of my head because I'm a dumb dumb. But we've definitely talked about that before, where like the way a person moves looks stop motiony and creepy. Like that's that's used a fair bit. I think always, man. It's more of like a J whore thing, I think. Especially, you know well, what a definitely. good example is the sl- or not the Slender Man, the the Crooked Man from The Conjuring Two moves kind of like stop motiony, but in real time. That's because that was like eighty percent CG and twenty percent Javier Botet. Whereas this was like ninety percent. This is just a person real. that they were dragging with, around with, with wires and then removed the yeah. rigging. Ninety-five percent. Yeah, I. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in general, I, I do think that my journey on this uh, like horror podcast thing has been interesting because I do remember, <laughs> like, w- horror is an interesting genre to get into because there's so much stuff that is independent and like the funding level is a little bit lower and people have to. It can't be high. Put shit one. together to do these like crazy effects. Yeah. Yeah. And watching this as one of the first dozen or so movies that I got into, I 
I went back and I, I mean, you can go back and read the review. I fucking hated all, all of the effects. I thought it looked terrible. There were like one or two things I really liked. And then the rest of those, like, you can totally see what they were doing. It doesn't look good. Practical effects are terrible. Really? Blah. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. And over the course of the last, fuck, seven years? You got Six way years? developed <laughs> in too an inferior long. genre, Mark. I did. I did. I really, I know I'm basic. How dare you? Um, It's way more fun. I've really come around on it. This movie looks extremely good. Mark, we all float down here, buddy. Sure. <laughs> it's fine. Well, should we move to what the movie does wrong? Yes. Okay. Jake, you seemed excited to talk about stuff. Well, I, was, were... I mean, that's a very, very light call out. Okay. I would like to take it. Go. Yeah. Uh, some of the practical effects look fucking terrible. <laughs> That's the better. That's that's the better. Yeah, which a lot of which, which, which ones in particular do you the hate? Other half. Which the, ones in particular do you hate? The one that is complaint number one is after the hobo hangs himself and he's like crawling around in the station and she flips him over. He has like a face mask thing on with his eyes like popped open. Yeah, it's that well, looks, it's supposed to be like Payman's kind of. Inverted. Had his way or something with him, sort of. But the eyes didn't really work too well. He looks like Large March. He they looks pop like out a little bit. He not, looks like but a, not good. He Large looks like Mars a, looks they took a bad Halloween mask, put it on him, and then like painted. Some yeah, because his eyes look like they they've popped out like just he's cartoonish, but like ten percent cartoonish. It's weird. It's like ten percent cartoonish and ninety percent very obviously a fucking silicon mask. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like when someone uh, wears facial putty to school to try and disguise themselves, and you're like, "That's not who you are." You kind of put that up against. It is interesting, right? Because you have a movie that has that versus some of the other effects that are on display, yeah, and they do clash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll buy that. Some of the early jump scares. I mean, to to put a few others in there, the the, the baghead people in the second half of the movie for some reason look way fucking better than the baghead people in the first half of the movie. Well, they also like that. transition, right? Like there's that one scene where they have bags and they like sh- there's like the sh- shift perspective shift or whatever and then it's like their faces have become just and yeah, like it's this... like wet leather that they're wearing. That actually I thought that actually I thought looked that good. looked extreme. Yeah, that's at the yeah. end. That looks really good. That's yeah. in the scene where Payman like becomes back to real. Right. And they're like these weird demonic leather wet things. I don't right. know. It was crazy. Like the bags became their facial structure. And that shit looks awesome. Yeah. And then the rest of them in like the in the first 45 minutes of the movie are like, "Oh, that looks really bad." <laughs> Not really bad. It looks it, it, it it's jarring to for that to looks be your little, It looks a little homey. A little homemade. Yes. For something that is yeah. going to flash on screen, if the flash is enough for me to be like, that looks bad, yeah. then, it, then it's it, probably really then bad. It's probably not. Because you're only showing it for so much time. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I hear you. Yeah. Um, I thought the... We've we've hit on the overall narrative structure is good, but it's very weird how much like stuff they put into her relationship with her dad and then don't do yeah. much of anything with. Yeah. Like It's distracting. And also, he's only been dead ten years, or only been dead one, one year. One. Yeah. So we'll pause. I, no, pause I'm, on that because that's gonna come back up and nitpick. No, I mean I think it's here, man. Like, the how movie, long does it take to get through uh, Police Academy? I don't I mean, know. I'd, Boyce's Four days. Police Academy. Boyce's fucking, Police Academy. Uh, why like, are we gonna talk about police again? <laughs> you just, just have to memorize the the credo thing. Just come in and say, "Give me a gun." <laughs> Boyce's Police Academy is four months, but okay. So theoretically, he could have yeah. been killed. She could have. And that's what processed her, her trauma to, and then yeah. decided to become a cop. Yeah. And that timeline actually makes sense. Yep. Okay. 
Perfect. It's not so, a thing that you study for for like three or four years. I do find it. <laughs> God, I find it jarring. So the story is light here, but I do find it jarring to the degree that it actually takes me out enough to put it in what it does wrong. I, th- me too. I would have liked less. Like, if you're gonna do that kind of character stuff, make her character consistent. Or well, and just it's give your bookend, man. You're yeah. you're you're starting the movie with her talking to her mom like it's some long. And her like, mom's trying to live never up. Never comes up again. Yeah. She's trying to live up to this thing. It's like a legacy issue, right? And yeah. we're talking about less than a year. Yeah, it's messy well, character work. Um, but it, her it, mom for, would have known about it for ostensibly four months at least, right? Yeah, it's it's messy character work, but... It does open the door for like a few other things that the movie could have ended on that might have been a little bit more poignant. She has a conversation with her dad. So the movie... Yes. We haven't talked what about What does this. the movie end on? The movie, the movie ends Question with mark. her... I guess being converted to paymentism because she starts singing the song that the other women in the fucking tribe have started to have, are singing throughout the movie, right? That's the like thing that haunts her. But that was the and another thing I was going to talk it. about. And does and wrong. then payment comes like the final shot of the movie is payment bending down to the camera and like whatever something going over her eyes. It seems like the movie's saying that all go that that there are ghosts in this police station because the payment family was brought there and interrogated there and probably killed there. They the painted the walls with evil. Well, I mean, Jack. they killed themselves there. It's totally yes. evil vortex. The three of them. The and evil vortex three. of evil. But then some ghosts, like her dad, are just want to be. He just wants to be avenged, right? He's just like fucking. Don't oh, you leave? That is not her dad, dude. That is the payments manipulating her to shoot a bunch of biohazard. So then cleaners. her dad's dead partner is also a payment ghost. Oh god, yeah. I didn't take yeah, it. This is just yeah. them. It's fucking just payments relentlessly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> okay. I just, I just took it as her getting backed with. Uh huh. But then, what, so then, why does she become a payment? Because she's gone insane and become a payment. Yeah. Okay. But that but I don't yeah. think the ending is a particularly strong end. I mean, yeah, for newsflash, sure. I don't think any part of the story is particularly strong in this movie. <laughs> but it right. does, what we're talking about prior to us going on this tangent is, I think that would have been a more interesting way to take it was like her hearing the voice of her dad convincing her to become a payment or something like that. Like, do something it in that It does make it like a little too ambiguous for what it is, right? Yeah, like yes. either they're stealing her soul or the movie that doesn't have a point and it's just sort of ending. Yeah. They, I think that's could, more what it is. They're, they're, yeah, there's, well, 100% yes. But they could have taken some of the thematic elements from earlier and played them into the final, basically, essentially the same final scene. Yes. The movie doesn't really have a theme. <laughs> right. It yeah, has, there's it has no thematic point. elements. Yes. No point whatsoever to this movie, which in its, in and of itself is kind of refreshing. But also, it means that it's not like no greater point. fulfilling. The yeah, point, no the greater, point is watch the movie and have fun. Yeah, there's no greater metaphor. The or point any, is or watch the movie that they're trying fun. to get yeah. across. Yeah, yeah, which, which makes I, the thematic that's the elements part. into which it does delve weaker. Right. Okay, so right. I'm putting that in what the movie is middle. There's no, there's no thematic thesis here. It's not trying to be any greater messaging. It's just, hey, look at this creepy shit, and then yeah. Yeah, and, I'm, and then I'm, I'm putting what the the instances in which it does try to delve into thematic elements uh, in does wrong. Then, given that it doesn't have an overarching thesis, I'll agree with that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, uh, we've reached an accord. Yeah. Well, I actually do appreciate that because honestly, that talking about that helped me sort out this movie a little bit more in my brain, and now I think I have a better rubric for looking at it if I ever watch this again. Uh, speaking sure. of which, yeah. what this movie does wrong is it gets worse on repeated viewings. 
because 100 since there's no additional start. stuff yeah. to like latch on to is the scares it's just the scares and you know what the scares yeah. are so if you watch it again it just kind of degrades 100 percent. yeah agree that's not to say that it's not enjoyable a second time but if you're talking about like a third time or a fourth time there, and there's no uh, way that like reveal the 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 sixth sense reveal can hit you the same way no like, it's all, man I, all, almost all of these felt deadened to me and it had been so long since i'd seen the first movie that that I guess it speaks well to the buildup, which I wasn't giving it credit for earlier when I was like, it's just jump scares, which I have revised my take a bit. That was straight up wrong. It's fair. Um, <laughs> however, the, those scares are deadened. And and I think that the parts that are the buildup where I was wrong that I'm now seeing, those are actually coming through a little more strongly at this point. Okay, so question for both of you. We haven't watched this movie in six years-ish, and yet on the second viewing, it sounds like all of us are aligned that it didn't hit as well. I would say Hell House LLC is a movie that I've watched a lot, and I know both of you guys have watched more than once in recent memory, um, and also doesn't really have a central theme, but also the scares stand up a lot more. Do you have any idea why? Because I'm trying to rack my brain to figure out why. Like what's this, different? Because they're similar on the surface. My yes. intentions in going in, I think, is why. Because Hell House LLC is a fun romp. I often put on around Halloween. It's a good one to put on at a Halloween party. It's a good one to check in and out of. And I know I'm just putting it on like for these scares. And it's a lot of those fun, spooky scares. But I think because this one has the character elements it does have in my mind it's not categorized yeah. as like a fun romp of scares i think i'm agreeing with jack on okay. this one pretty much completely i i think what it boils down to is the 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 universe if you it's obviously way too much of a stretch but you know what i'm saying that you set this in like with hell house llc the, the, fra- the framework the world building is way more ver- like versatile in a way like it just it works better because it is set at a period of time that you can identify with, especially within the horror genre, and you can go from there. Whereas here, it's more of like a character-driven thing when they aren't actually building that much from that side. So it starts to fall apart when you are trying to take more out of it from second viewing. Whereas with Hell House LLC, you're just like, okay, it's Halloween-y stuff. Like, let's go back into the funhouse. Like, that is obvious. Whereas here... You get more into like the story of this cop and her dad, and it's just so it makes it less identifiable because they put a bunch of stuff on it and then don't do anything with it. Yes, I guess. Okay, it's less like, of just a rough. This, like, this is a work in progress take, but I guess so. Yeah, like, it, well, I, I, I think I'm this is putting, a good comparison. I'm putting my opinion onto what you just. No, said. I think this is a good comparison. Like, I think the comparison that you're making is good because mo- the movies are similar, but what I'm netting out at is that Hell House LLC is more watchable and stays scarier, I guess. And never tries to do anything emotionally deeper or anything like that. Doesn't Thank even broach you. the subject. Yeah. Whereas this one does. And then another thing I think differentiates the two is the scene where she interacts with the ghost, like interrogates, she's stuck in the interrogation room opposite the ghost who eventually kills herself not a ghost that i think that actually what... was just a lady i do I think, think that, that was a... i within the context of the film i do think that was a human being yeah okay either way i think that that whole scene Could is pretty ghost. weak to me and kind so. of detracts from the overall movie's like quality because it, it's she's 
it's fun in your head when you're is she crazy actually, are these ghosts, what's going on actually that's another thing there's more here that's like psychological and you're kind of like un- unreliable narratoring a little bit with this character like what's actually happening and what's in her head as evidenced by the character that just happened whereas in Hell House LLC you have the found footage element mm. where it's like this it's clearly, happened. it's objectively ghosts, <laughs> demons, I mean, or whatever. I didn't want to bring that up because I am the found footage guy, but I was after I asked that question, I was like, "Is this just because it's found footage and I like found footage?" No, I think more? it might be though. A big it part is part of it. it no, but the, it. it's it's a but this is happening versus who knows what's happening. But there are other narrative movies that are not found footage that you could probably compare this to, like sure. Bokeh, right? Like I, that one does bokeh. have a deeper meaning. Yeah, Bokeh. Bokeh. No, yeah, it's sorry, not, not pronunciation. No, 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 question. No, 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 I'm just no, no. like those sorry, are not sorry, similar sorry, sorry, movies. Sorry, not that one. Not bokeh. It's um the uh, Hungarian one that I'm blanking on. Where the they go Turkish to hell. one. The Turkish one where they go to hell. Help me. I'm yeah, trying. where the police officers go to hell. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Re- Baskin. Baskin. I was Jack close. got it. You were close with bokeh. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Baskin. That one does arguably have a slightly deeper meaning, but I feel like for the most Hunt, of it... That one is way deeper, dude. That's okay, like almost actually... So, that's like actually almost all story, but... Fine, then how about Haunt? To go... Now I'm just pulling other Halloween movies out. This is... We've we've run this course. Why Found are, footage is the superior Blow the whistle. You've been holding the whistle in your hand for... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's dangling it. <laughs> he's hey, like, she's not listen, good. He's been dangling the whistle like a fucking... I asked the question, and I I did want to have that conversation. I thought it was a good conversation, but then we were going into places that I I had to name. You were uncomfortable with, I get it. She's not a good police officer. There is a a lunatic fully in the police station that she's already already trespassed him. I didn't hear whatever joke you guys are laughing at. (laughs) I don't don't know what specifically Jake was laughing at, but he almost spat take off. All over everything. It was almost a bona fide disaster over here. Okay. We're okay. Fine. We're okay. okay. We're living to see another day here. Um, she has already trespassed this gentleman from the police station. You're not allowed to be here. Then she finds him on top of the evidence shelves in a back <laughs> room of shit. the police station. Just, just doing a jig. Shit. And she holds her flashlight up at him and then turns around, fully looks away from him to point her flashlight at the lights. And then turns back around and gets out her baton. Just fucking tase the guy. Do something. You, this is this is the worst job she could do handling that. Okay, so in the worst possible way. It's Great her intro. first shift, dude. Great intro. It is her first shift and her last shift. Uh, I wanted to start the nitpick station with A to Z Horror Legal Corner because I have a lot of questions. All right, so, sir. Great place to start. First sir. off. Jack immediately goes into lawyer mode. He's calling you, sir. So he's, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so he's dancing on top of a shelf that's, I don't know, eight feet tall, six feet yep. tall, whatever. It's like a pallet holder. She has already excused him from the station. So if she tases him in that case, and he right. falls, and then falls, right, and, and like breaks, breaks a neck. rib and his, his, and his clavicle and maybe his neck. Yeah, he's paralyzed for the rest of his life. What's the liability Par- looking like? Full-on paraplegic. Quadriplegic, even. I mean, a triplegic. Only un- one of his arms works. I will say this: unfortunately, police are disastrously not responsible for people they hurt while they're on shift doing stuff. So her oh, so personal liability is almost none. The police 
might be liable for his medical bills, but in like 95% of cases won't be, and he's and white. probably so. a homeless person isn't going to have a good enough attorney to actually sue them. Yes, but but he's white, so add a couple of percentage points towards his. <laughs> okay. So we're dealing in like the high single digits as opposed to the zero percent chance. Y- yes. Yes. Okay. But also in this case, I mean, she this is fully is justified in tasing him. Like I, I think morally, also. But what she actually does is get up on the shelf with him. Yep. And then tackle him. Yes. Is that part of the standard a horror? Honestly, man, or, from uh, like a human standpoint, she should have just tased him the first time when he was peeing on the floor. Like, she should what she should have done is shot the taser tangs into the pee and then it rockets up we're the pee talking, stream, tases him right in the dick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're a human and you have a taser and someone's peeing on your floor, like hmm. right in the dick. Right in the dick. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? It's right there. It's, it's right, right there. there. This is this is kind of rude. Okay. A few more otherwise. a few more legal questions. I legitimately had five of them written down. How do you respond to the nine one one calls? better that are not coming in that are coming in directly to your station like so this the, was a nitpick of mine so yeah. I, I would like to extend this if we need to the the guy is just frankly annoyed by the fact bad. that someone's calling the station and not 911 yes i assumed I, that was also a ghost because that's a yes all of response. all of this is ghosts everything's ghosts because the person she's corresponding with at the actual station is, is absolutely it? not treating her that way no, no, 100% 0% not. chance, right? But the, the, that was the person who's the in charge of responding resources. to her calls, right? She has a chain of command, and the person who's in charge of responding to her calls it has to take that shit serious. Like, that's the whole, that's their whole job. Yeah, but what he happens. says is... The police do a very bad job a very lot of the time. Of what he says is, <laughs> it, it, he has an exasperated side. He's like, ugh, well, I guess I can look into the pigs yeah it's shocking that's not a legal issue that's just uh either this guy's a piece of shit or a ghost both of which are possible it's like 1 a.m in florida man okay so speaking of 1 a.m in florida would police officers give a flying shit whatsoever if someone was smoking on the back steps she oh, might. You have I mean, to again, leave the premises. Is, yeah. Police officers know, but this is an individual person. Like, if you were there, you might. I don't know. If you felt like you had to do a good job because it's your first shift, maybe. So this is more of the human element. This is the yeah. Story this building. isn't a legal okay. question. Okay. I don't know. Like, she was already kind of scared at that point. Like, why didn't she just be like, you know, let like let's hang out at the front and maybe you can not smoke as many darts. But and I'll give you, you some boots. Out. You can hang out here. You've already told me it's where you feel safe. Stay out front here and keep. Yeah, just stay like, under this spotlight the whole win. time. Yeah, nip, everybody, nip. everybody who comes by the station and I gets boots. You get some boots. You want some boots? Here you go. Have some boots. Although she was also manifestation had to be because she knew everything didn't matter. I figured that she was going to come back later. I don't. The thing that I don't understand is why she wasn't the one who played the lady. Well, who there was came back in and who killed, came herself, in and killed herself. It could have been the same person for all the money that that was. Worth, why? Right? Why do you think that was a real person and not a ghost? I don't think it necessarily wasn't a ghost. I don't. I think it's. I think that was ambiguous. <laughs> uh, does it matter? I think. No, it I think at in all. this. I think in the world of this movie, there are both ghost payments and real payments, and that the payments yeah. continue to happen. My take, and they're getting the real payments. Know that there's still some demonic presence there, and they're playing it up because it's been the it's the anniversary. It's the anniversary. My take was that that woman and the woman who killed herself were real. Okay. But they were payment people, and it didn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, last. But who knows? I, I, I took the gentleman who peed in the lobby as the only real human with whom she interacted. Oh, yeah, he was she killed the He was I definitely took, real because he he's real. just, he's like an innocent yeah. bystander. Yeah, he No, no, I thought he was a full payment person. Oh, I thought he was not. He I thought hung he was himself just... in this, uh, whatever, whatever. Last. <laughs> why why would a regular person payment. go to a defunct police station to hang themselves in a. No, nah, he was fucked up. Well, dude. he hung himself because he was being torn. So they have that throwaway line that's like. We would put people in holding, and they would complain about seeing ghosts, and the payments all hung themselves in those yeah. holding cells. Which is why I thought he was a payment. He did the same thing. And when she goes back there, he's like, let me out. This shit is real. And she's he's banging on the glass. And Maybe. then she turns around and goes into like full fetal mode and says, this all right, real, all right. Real. You've convinced and me. And then there's like them behind, like, yeah, hanging I think there were three. I think there were three him. real people outside of her. Yes. Wait, but he is the... very good at sneaking into a locked police station what about and the sneaking into the evidence Sergeant. room. Because he shoots her. Anyway, so, so five, hold on, hold on. Before we people. get into that, the sergeant is an entirely separate part of Nitpick Station that we'll get to in <laughs> a moment. Last A to Z horror legal corner question. Uh, would they actually not disclose any of the details of her father's death to the family? I mean, police departments are notorious for withholding information, even from victims' families. Usually when an officer's involved, they'll tell them everything, but, like, they don't tell... They do not treat victims correctly. Like, at 99% of police stations, they don't treat victims correctly. And would they be able to... Would they really be able to pull this shit off where they're like, actually... Everyone said the payments were all killed on site, but we decided to hide the fact that we brought them back to the police station and then they all killed themselves. I mean, no, especially because she's going through Academy to be at this police station. Like, everyone's going to be talking about that shit. And she's like, everyone knows that it happened. Obviously not. But again, not a legal question. That's a human question. But I'll answer those for you, too. So lots of human questions and not a lot of legal (laughs) questions. This has been a very human version of the A to Z Horror Legal Corner. But I'll help you learn how to do that, too, buddy. Learn, teach me how to human. Teach me, teach me how to human. <laughs> Nitpicks hey. now. Let's talk hey. about the sergeant. Yeah, let's okay. do that. A, what is he throwing his temper tantrum about at the beginning what? of the movie? And why? B, why is he the only person who shows up 20 seconds after she's started firing on people so that he can just straight up shoot his deputy? It must, his it must have been relief time, buddy. I like deputy. <laughs> His deputy. It's every all police are the Andy Griffith show. If you're not the sheriff, you're a deputy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's the only cop that shows up. The other police station is, I mean, they say like two or three blocks away. And that's so close. All the lights are off. He shows up. Here's gunfire. For, yeah. I mean, he shows up for no reason. Here's gunfire. Runs to the back and then shoots the only other person in a police outfit. Granted, she is holding a gun to the person, uh, like the biohazard. I, I assumed he so. watched her shoot the hazmat people before shooting her. How? This he place is a ho- labyrinthine maze of nonsense. Like, I mean, maybe it is a, it's just a door. She's standing over Joe or whatever the fuck, like the main guy, as she's, as she's about to kill him. So maybe he sees that happen and then he fires on her. But he like, he's like, I don't want to shoot this new officer, but it really she did shoot this guy, so I better. Yes, but okay. Why is he the only one there though? Why is he I there? assume what I assume he's there because it's the end of her shift and he's going to meet that, her for the end of her shift. Yeah, that was my take. Uh, okay, it was end. Of Neat shift. pick. Great story. <laughs> Fantastic, <laughs> flawless story. It'll come up. You know what isn't great though. How well a projector works if you just hang a sheet in the middle of a fucking room with nothing behind it. You yeah, can't it, ended up, it ended up sick, though, from like just a kind it of did cool end up sick, but if you hang a sheet with nothing behind it, 
and doesn't try work. to project. It does not work at all, and this works perfectly. Really, it doesn't work at all. It not, not at a white, especially not a white sheet. How many thread count are we dealing with here? Oh right? God, I don't know. I mean, the higher like the thread count, count, the better. Count, like, this is not. This is not Persian. This is not Persian. Okay. Yeah. So if you have like a thin ass sheet, you're not getting very high. Which shit. you can you can see no. through this sheet. They show you before the projection starts, and then the projection starts. Hey, if you can see through the sheet, the light from the projector is also going right through the sheet and not yeah. bouncing off it. It's it's not. A- but you can see the image on the sheet. Not barely, barely at all. We tried to set up a projector in our backyard a bunch, and even with like white foam core behind it, it's hard to get it to show up well. And if you don't have white foam core behind it, absolutely nothing. This is interesting. What do you use? You use a I use a projector projector screen, which is oh, actual. I use an actual projector. He has a full-on opaque projector screen. Yeah. How come we haven't done that? I don't know. Let's do it. Are you mad at me? Yeah, I did. Jake God and I did that all the time when let's I lived go. in Boise. Let's go. Let's go. Let's watch a movie on the projection. No, don't. Yes. That was our thing. Yes, that was our oh. thing. Oh no. Well, let's watch some hockey games. <laughs> let's watch some horror things. Oh, hey, this, I'm always this open. Is brutal. We come up this here. This is brutal. You chose. You this have life. progeny. We come here. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm looking oh, at I'm her open. On a, on I have a, a projector television system right now. Yeah, Jesus. She's rolling around. Oh no, that's that's not. No, good. She's fine. She's asleep. It's okay. Um. What the picture she finds in the back of the locker? Why does a she thinking about it? hiding it? She thinks about like tucking it away in her utility belt, but then decides to put it back. Why either? Is this decision? The picture of her dad. Which one are we talking about? That's the one like there's a lot of fucking pictures. No, 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 it's the no, one no, of no. Her dad and her. Yeah. Is that her dad and her? Yes. I couldn't. Okay, so she opens the locker, finds the picture in the back of it. Looks at the picture real close. It's a like officer dad and his young daughter. Yeah, it's snuggle. Starts bug. to tuck it away in her belt, and then or decides whatever. better of it and puts it back in the locker and tucks it back where it was. I don't know, man. If it it's of locker. her and her dad, why the fuck would you put it back? And if it's not of her and her dad, why the fuck would you think about putting it in your belt? Because it's, it's painful. I don't know. Maybe you don't want to bring back the memories. Maybe you just want to leave things the way they are. You have your own. Made no sense. Neither decision made sense to me. It was grief like doesn't respect- make sense. It was Jack. the respectful <laughs> element of the police corps credo, right? Like you leave his locker the way he left it. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's bullet Under point God. number thirty-five that you have yeah. to memorize. <laughs> I'm out of nitpicks. This is the last one that anymore. I had. I don't even care anymore. Do you have any? You haven't provided a single. I'm just yet. adding on. There have been a couple that I've agreed with, and I would have said. But okay. Yeah. I have one last one, and then we'll go to ratings. So in the initial exchange of gunfire, there are three what she is hallucinating to be payment people. I, there might be four, actually, that run, I mean, six feet in front of her. And she fires, like, 12 shots. Hits none of them. They all run from six feet in front of her to the left to six feet in front of her to the right, and they are all armed. They all have weapons on them. What does she do? She turns around <laughs> and walks... To another location <laughs> in, the, in in the police she's not station. A, she's not a strong tactical thinker. No, 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 no. She does not check her. She Well, she doesn't check her 12. We've complained about people not checking their six. She doesn't. She, she knows doesn't people what, are at her 12, and then she just turns around just and makes like them Just like when she's in the evidence room, the, the threat yeah. is directly in front of you, and she chooses to turn 180 degrees around with her flashlight. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a tactical genius. Check, check your 12. That's, that's, hey, check your 12 is something no one should ever have to say. They don't I check that in police academy. The only other nitpick that I think that I could even <laughs> just, add here. They just assume you're going to check your 12. Yeah, the only other thing that I could <laughs> add here is that she she says at one point in this film that she is just going to go 
for the rest of her night and hang out in her squad car. And that's the right choice. Yeah. So do. So do. But then like, the there's an out. But then the phone's ringing and she's who gives concerned a fuck? Like, well, she does want to. No, I she's, like this because she does want to no, help the it. woman who she thinks is troubled who calls. I think, I, she I think she's troubled. She's, she thinks she's being chased. She and thinks murdered. she's being murdered. The, yeah. the, the, the problem troubled. is she's she's already seen enough troubled supernatural by stuff at this point. She she had handled the phone calls poorly. And I don't think she handled the phone. Calls I that do badly. like I, they even insert the part like, did you get any information whatsoever? Like even a last name? She's like, no. But that feels like regular first shift stuff. Okay, fine. So nitpick is that she's yeah, that a rookie. Fine. Like the problem that I have she's with this is that she's like the movie. I've seen enough. Should have been called first shift. At some point, <laughs> I don't know. Like I insert a nitpick, and you guys are like, I hate your nitpick. At some point, her survival instinct has to kick in. Has to kick in, and it does. And she's like, I'm gonna hang out in the car. So do that's the nitpick. Like do it. There is an out in this movie, and she doesn't take it. What happens immediately after she comes back in? I'm trying to remember. Is that I no, no 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 when she comes back in that's when she gets chased by the zombie and then she can't leave. So she does try and leave immediately she, after that. She goes to the desk. Yeah, she gets another call she from Melissa or whatever and then looks down and there's the thing under her desk that chases her. She could have she yeah. could have fulfilled the shift air quotes. She could have fulfilled the shift air quotes without having to have been in no, that because precinct. Part of specifically part of her job is answering the phones. All of this No one's no. calling. No, no, the no. Specifically, part calls. of her job is not answering the phones because they've all been redirected. Tell the hazmat. No, the hazmat she talks to the hazmat guy on the phone, oh, and she's like, hazmat. I'm going to hang out in the squad car. That's what happens. And then she fucking expressly doesn't do that. Yeah, also, you can still forward the phone to her cell phone. It, yeah, Neat it's, pick, it's, though. it's too much. I like, I like her flip-ass cell phone because I had the same cell phone at the same time. And she was he, like, literally, like, I'm going to hang out in the squad car, hazmat guy, until you get here. And then she doesn't do it, and therefore... Bad things happen. Plenty also, of people had smartphones. Last, last nitpick. Why the fuck do they have to man this police station? Lock the doors and just have have the person call them on their cell phone. And they'll zip over. It's, it's two blocks away. The sergeant is there when the bio yeah, people yeah. are there. Actually, bigger nitpick. Put <laughs> her in, put her in the other there. building and be like, go down there if anything needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, alphabetize these folders and we'll give you a call when we need you to do, run do over. Do your HR place. training. Take this test on. <laughs> Yeah, it's two we're blocks. Gonna, Actually, you know sh- what? Don't drive down there. Walk down there. It's going to take you three minutes. Here's here's what I need you to do. I need you to look at these these photos. They're going to flash really fast. You're going to tell me whether or not they make you feel good or bad. And then also we'll tell you in a little bit when you have to go down to a Honda police station and meet Kidding. some Kidding. They all make you feel bad. Yeah, they all make you feel bad. Yeah. Let's go to ratings. Teach me how we over at ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of you to rate Moira's Choral Audition. Someone's arms were big and strong. It should have been you. I, I, wa- I warned you I was lonely. But you didn't seem to care. No, no, no. I should get a bit too, too, but I had a heat of woman's tears. And for 10, think about Randy Zuckerberg would write Carpeing Your Crypto Diem. Story is the first guy we wrote to rate these movies. Mark, this was your pick, rate the thing for story. Uh, you asked me that as I was taking a drink of beer. I gave this a five and a half. I think you no, started drinking a- halfway through my sentence and you knew a- it was coming. He knew it was coming. 
notable uptick from where I gave it last time when we reviewed it. Which is, yeah, you have your. Was this? Hold this on. This was a Mark and Jack review. I was going to ask if this was when we did the multiple people's thing. It was. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys have precedent. You were traveling for business. Hell, yeah. Or at least we said you were. No, I had to have been. Yeah. Uh, so I gave this a three initially, and I'm giving it a five and a half now. And the difference is I don't think I really had put aside a point for judicious lack thereof story on my rating category. Okay. Uh, what this movie does right about story is gets the fuck out of the way and doesn't care. We already we've pontificated on this at length now. Yeah, this is the time to be the succinct. strength of this movie is not its story. If we are to give it a story like specific rating where we're analyzing individual points, they're bad, but they don't get in the way. So I don't feel like it deserves worse than an average rating. Like it's just something that's there, but the movie itself doesn't suffer for the fact that the story is bad. I so, fully agree. Five and a half. Yeah, I'm giving it a five. I, I agree with you. This is a, it doesn't, the strength of this movie, it is a judicious lack thereof story, Mark. You're, you're exactly right about that. This is, that's what this is. It's enough story to make the vignettes make sense and nothing more. It's not strong, but it's not weak. It's a five. Jake. I, I mean, we're like kind of in lockstep. I guess we're trailing a little bit. I gave it a four and a half. I agree with both of you. I think Mark. I love your- the story. Wow. Woo. You apparently did. Uh, to your point, though, like this movie, what it does is it doesn't have a lot of story and it gets out of the way. Like I, I, I like the fact that it's not allowing itself to be hindered by that. But with the judicious lack there of of story or thereof with story, I, I just wish there weren't still nitpicks or things that we had to discuss about it. So it keeps it from being quite where you were. I, I guess I don't know. Fair enough. Let's go take us into world building reversion, Mark. I was laughing because I've now pulled up our review of it too, and I was laughing at my own for one and for ten jokes here on on the this. You should use the same ones. They're very strong. I should have. Uh, is the for one the waterbed kid? Yeah, the the for one. Daddy, daddy, I want a waterbed. Neither of these men being a pervert of some variety. Oh, you should use the same ones. I should have, but it's, they're they're both visual jokes. Because then the for ten is yeah, the level fair. of '80s present in the California hey. Raisins Michael Jackson music video. Hey, listener, go to agezhorror.com. Maybe we'll link this article. I don't know. Sure, we will. It's been so fucking long since we've written a, v- a review. <laughs> those Honestly, took, the, those the call were response, so much work. The it was call a good, response it was a, review was like the bread and butter, though. That was the best thing we did. It's su- it's a really good idea, but it was so much work. Yeah. All right. And, and then we evolved to, hey, maybe one of us just writes. And then we evolved to, hey, maybe we don't do these anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was the yeah. same reason my family stopped going to church uh, every <laughs> Sunday. We went. And then when I was like six, my dad would get to stay home if football or hockey was on. And then after a couple of weeks of him doing that, I'd also get to stay home if my dad stayed home. And after a couple of weeks of that, my sister got to stay home if I stayed home, if my dad stayed home. And then when my mom was at church without any of us, she was like, why am I here? And so then we didn't go to church anymore. <laughs> yep. Yep. World I don't want to go to heaven score. if the rest of my family's going to heaven. Mark, what's your world building immersion score? Uh, I give it a seven. Uh, this is, I feel like this is actually a pretty immersive movie. The world building is, aside from the fact that this police station is a bit labyrinthine and confusing, although I think they actually shot at a real police station. Yes, like they a, shot at a literal abandoned I, I police think it's station. One, I think they were attempting to make it feel that way. So, yeah. 
pretty solid world building all around. The thing that I am hitting against it, and this is actually something that didn't come up yet. This is this movie is like ninety minutes of brown. There's this sure. is an yeah. extremely washed out color palette. Yeah. And that's a stylistic choice, which I do appreciate and I think it helps in yeah. some regard. But from yeah. a rewatchability standpoint, I kind of wish there was a little bit more color and pop in this, you know? It's a that's very fair specific thing from yeah. an immersion well, thing. Overall, I think it's good. It's seven. Whatever. Okay. Good. Right. I'm giving it an eight for world building and immersion. Fuck you guys. Always just stomping. You on had my... the highest the last time. In the bad category. Oh, what's the... <laughs> Christ. Jack, it's why? It's an objectively perfect Quickly, system. why? Look, Quickly, one, why? I think the world building is very strong. They did shoot in an abandoned police station. That helps. But then also, I was immersed in this thing start to finish. The first time I watched it, very much so. Even this time around, though, very immersed in it. Uh, it faster, all faster, messes faster, well together. Faster. Jay, he's go! Oh, my he's God! Doing... No, he's doing fine, man. <laughs> I give it Nate as well. I'm in lockstep with Jack on this one. I... I, this feels like a police station to me, and it feels like one that they made feel very strange and and like a labyrinth, like you said, Mark. So, so world... all of our immersion scores went up from the last time that That's, we watched this. Well, was mine there? Yeah. Sick. Well, what did I wait, actually? It's not on the website, is it? How's it on the website? It's not on the website. I'm looking at our document. We uh, how we went did through we a phase... have a document if we didn't do a podcast? We this went makes through me a phase. Feel like there is a podcast. Oh my god. We went through a phase <laughs> where we did calls, but not a podcast. Oh. oh. And we all weighed in on our actual ratings, and then we'd pair off. And what do was my movies. what was my shit on that one? Uh, you gave it a six before. Yeah, uh, that was low. I feel higher now. What did I? What give did I give? Story. Time? Oh my god, you gave it a seven, and now you gave it an eight. We all went up one or two points. Okay, that you know. That's how it goes. Yeah. We're in lockstep in terms of increasing that score. Here, here's what I think it is. This was one of the first lower budget, like, yeah. air quotes, B-tier movies that we watched, and we were trying to figure out how to fit that in. And this turned out to be what happens when a bad movie is accidentally extremely good. Well, sort of, <laughs> except for the the movie that kicked off the whole endeavor was uh, Unfriended. I don't know if I'd call that a B-movie. Okay. That that had some that had some oomph behind it. It felt but like a similar budget to this, if not lower. It's also now. it's also a different enough thing. Like it's basically found footage, but you're seeing it through computer screens. Anyways, this was the first like lower budget movie that we'd reviewed, and I think that we were all kind of trying to grapple with how to fit that. Well, in. yeah, especially with For the sure. modern take. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's gonna take us into scare factor. Mark, what's your scare factor score? I honestly think I might be a little low on this one. I gave it a seven, which is more or less flavored by my second viewing. Uh, I think this could be one of those movies that, like, if you were, if you're not, if you're not watching a bunch of horror movies a year and you're just like renting a movie or watching something that randomly gets served to you on Netflix, which this was on Netflix for a long fucking time, uh, might seriously fuck you up. So I think I I gave it a seven, and I think I'm low. Mark, I gave it a seven as well. I agree with almost everything you said. I'd also add, like we talked about, there's a lot of really good tension building prior to a lot of really effective jump scares. So the jump scares are well earned. And even those jump scares are very effective this time around. The jump scare of the zombie thing under her desk, that really made me fucking jump when I was Did it really? That's surprising. Thing. That was the one that got yeah, you. That was I the one that, that got that. me. Yeah, but. I mean, a bunch Sometimes. of them got me, but that one got me like I yelled when that one happened. So, seven. Ah! Jake. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think in a, one of the things that I've kind of fleshed out as we've discussed too, which is always fun, is that in addition to that, the visual elements of this that are strong are still scary. And I like that. So I'm actually ticking mine up a little bit to a seven and a half. I, like if if you show this to someone who's not going to watch horror movies or is not used to horror movies, it's going to scare the shit out of them. Yeah. It's a scary horror movie. Scary yeah. movie. Yeah. It has it has a lot of good visual scares. For sure. It's going to take us into effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark? Seven and a half. Over, uh, the, it's funny that I had this in what the movie does middle or right and then immediately pivoted into what the movie does wrong and had it basically in all three categories. On balance, I think this movie looks very good. But there are points specifically when she flips the hobo over and he has his weird like Halloween mask, mask thing yeah. on. Um that that don't look good, but for the most part, this is an upper level effects effort. It's almost all practical, from what Give I can what? tell. Seven and a half. Yeah, Mark. I, unless you got more to say, I fully agree with you. Nah, go for it. Um, th- th- I gave it a seven. Um, I don't. I don't have much to add. The only thing I would add is I didn't appreciate how good the sound design was the first time I watched it. I don't think. And on this viewing, holy shit, did that hit me hard. It's really effective. You hear like whispering behind you, scratching behind you, weird nonsense. Like it's really fucking good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Not all of it looks great, but it looks, uh, all of it looks serviceable for what it's trying to do. It's a seven. Jake. Serviceable to good. I mean, same reasons as Jack, same score. Seven. Seven. All right, let's get things into overall mark. Yeah, gave it a seven. This is definitely above average. It's in the upper tier. Probably not good enough to be. I, I do feel like you need to have some level of message or cohesive narrative to, to break into that like upper quartile. Um, and this is kind of bumping up against that one. This is a great example of scares without substance that are very well executed. But without substance, this is about as high as you can go. So I gave it a seven. I agree with you, Mark. I gave it a seven. The only, the only nit I would pick with that, with what you said about it, is you How don't always you. have to have a grand thesis, right? You, I, I don't think, think it helps. Hell House, I think it helps I don't, a lot. Hell House LLC doesn't have a grand thesis. It helps a lot, but you, if you don't have a thesis, you better commit to not having one. Like if you don't have a theme, don't yeah. try to do thematic things halfway through. Is the only yeah, good quibble point. I'd take. And okay, this fine. movie does try to have its cake and eat, eat it too a little bit in that regard. Jake. I could not say it better than you just did, so I'm not going to try. I gave it a six and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all pretty much on the same page here. I, I, I like it. It's a big I mean, constraint. yes, insofar as we're all a half point different. Yeah, I, I like this. I like this movie, and I think We really bit, circled the fucking wagons. I think it's a bit constrained one. and simple. It does one thing really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, to whom the hell would you recommend this? And it's kind of a tough question because for people me, people who are like, like, show me a movie that's going to scare me. Yeah, a ton of people. Honestly. You don't have to be invested in horror. It's also yeah. not yeah. so disturbing that it's going to like turn a lot of people off. This is a really good one to recommend. I yeah, think. I'd recommend this to a lot of people. I think this is and a very easy to recommend movie. I mean, like, that, no that one's question. heard of this movie, so yeah. you get to feel cool recommending it too. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that the reason I was like semi joking, but that question is like, if someone's asking you for recommendations on a horror movie, a lot of the time it will happen to come up like. Show me a movie that's going to scare me. It was that's it was that, definitely that, this is that. Yeah, it so. was definitely bigger in like the 2016, 2017 range when it was on Netflix. And then once yeah, its contract damn. expired, now it's a little bit really. harder to find. Yeah. 
now it's fallen out of the zeitgeist. I've heard shit like, about this since then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bring this back up. Let's get this but, gravy train. Look, if this shows up on Netflix in the next year, we did that. I'm taking. I'm taking responsibility. Oh, we'll sue too. Absolutely. Yeah. First Thir- in commerce. Third in commerce or something. <laughs> Third, fourth, yeah. fifth, whatever. By talking We're about somewhere this movie, in we the got the copyright by being first in commerce talking about it seven I years ago. I thought it was it in public out. domain at this Jack, point. Jack taught the phrase first in commerce to Jake, commerce and to Jake, and now Jake won't stop saying it. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I've learned to just say what the lawyers say. But this this really Smart. is. Yeah. One, I do things. Jake, I think you'd be say. a really good witness. You'd be a very trainable witness. Hell yeah. Are on. you allowed? Are you allowed if a witness is on the witness stand to like throw them a cookie or like a dog snack? <laughs> uh, now that everything's on Zoom, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Let's go. They can they can wear like a little shot collar on their calf. Here you if go, they say Scooby wrong, snack, buddy. Zap them. No, I don't even need a collar, man. I I'm, I know it's up. I'll give him a Scooby snack. I'll take it. Let's get Shh. out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. What is an actual Scooby snack? For the record. This has been episode 245 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here, you we thank you, first of all. Uh, and you should not pay us your money because you like what we're doing, but you should put it to somewhere that matters. Those links are all going to be down, down there in the description below. We've mentioned them at the top of the episode. There are a lot of places that could use your funding right now, and we are not one of them, so let's just make that clear. As always, the music is coming at you from Super Bear. Their link is down there in the description below as well. And next week, we're going to one of Jack's picks. It's the Vavitch. Uh-oh. Also called the Witch. I'm interested to revisit this one, man. Uh, I've never, I've never seen it. This is another one. What? We, I've never seen it. That's why Wait, are was, you shitting me? This is no. another one that came out in 2016. I think. No way. Oh, my God. I'm stoked for this. I thought I, I was sure you'd see this. I Never saw this in it. the movie theaters. Did you say this when you picked it? Yeah. Oh, I don't listen to you. Okay, well, that's coming at you <laughs> next week. So, it, like, get psyched because listen to me right now. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies, everybody. I got to say have a great week, everybody, or I'm going to get ahead of it. Just got to say that at the end. Otherwise, it doesn't Do I have to? You forgave me on Neon Demon. You, yeah, and then you said you would go back and watch it. Fine, you owe seven. I lied.